Okay, so this is a uh, brand new recording. Okay. And uh, I hope the other one is intact. So if not, then uh, so. you're getting the second half of a really great <laughs> podcast episode. Which we will not introduce twice. Oh, which we will not introduce so twice. Everybody introduce week. your characters. <laughs> <laughs> What's going and on? We're doing? back. The more we um, do it, the better it'll be. So uh, we're just picking off exactly where we left off. Picking up exactly where we left off, which was... Um, you guys waking up in your in your your bunks to the sound of uh, bells and Lanto, and apparently Craig being uh, offended by the phrase Lanto. Um, but yeah, no, not guys... offended, interested. Oh, <laughs> okay. Your character's the worst. It's <laughs> it's... It is. You you guys are waking up in your bunks, and there's there's muffled noise from from above deck, and uh, like it's been a long time since Craig has seen his wife. <laughs> Is ready to mingle. <laughs> He's half awake and he hears not single, but ready to mingle. <laughs> Craig really, really needed this anyway. Trip. <laughs> you guys, you guys are waking up and you can hear the muffled, the muffled noises. Sick. Oh my gosh, I am so excited. I'm like, guys, let's go. Let's get our stuff. Let's get yeah. out of here. Let's go up there. Let's try to climb the crow's nest one more time. Yeah. And then let's yes. Go. We should have a sandwich before we leave. Oh yes. One last fish. Don't sandwich. you have? A Do you sandwich? have fish? Not on me. Do we know that Greta has? You a did see. You did okay. see Greta put a fish sandwich in her pocket. Yesterday. I. I okay. Point to your pocket. I have one fish. I can smell wanna, fish you wanna... from your. <laughs> you smell. Like fish. I would like to be very clear, Boz. You can smell fish from his pocket. Do you want? Because some, she's pushing like six sandwich? hours on the duration of that. Sandwich. I definitely don't <laughs> want the fish anymore after smelling. Okay. Greg, would you like part of my sandwich? Craig doesn't know how to say no, so he says yes. Here you go, Craig. Okay. Craig, you are holding a fish sandwich. All right, I... it's pretty smushed. Um, oh. Greta, do you take your clothes off while you sleep? like? Like, do you take like like your outer cloaks <laughs> off while you sleep? Do you have separate clothes for sleeping? No. Yeah, um, she's been <laughs> sleeping on that sandwich, so it's a different density than it was yesterday. Oh my um, god! But that just means that the juices have like kind of been able to like. Is it soggy? That's what I'm worried about. No, it's flat. <laughs> Very cool. Okay. Because she slept on. Is most of the sandwich uh, gone? There's like a thin layer of fish. No, between. it's just very crunched. It's a panini. And now some degree of its flavor is also a part of Greta's clothes. <laughs> I think you uh, may be onto something. And some small degree of Greta's clothes are also a part of its clothes. I invent Greta invented the panini. But you are holding a very flattened sandwich. <laughs> right. I say thank you, and then I go under the bed. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> right um, in front of me. So Greta, you just watch as Craig so, says thank you, and then puts it under the bed. It's kind of like save when, it for later. Like when Nick Offerman's like, "May I please have one?" And yes, throws and it throws it away. Make it the <laughs> May I please have another? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Parks and Rec. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. you are. <laughs> um, I'm gonna dive down and get my sandwich. Okay. <laughs> dive under the bed. You don't need to make a check. You have your sandwich. <laughs> Roll for athletics. So that's... I just like to make and, it cool then. Uh. Yep. I'm drinking coffee right now, and you keep making me laugh as I'm drinking. It's gonna coffee. get in the microphone. Oh my gosh! Okay, continue. Um, Nam Nook just looks slightly disturbed, disappointed. <laughs> Nam Nook, would you like my sandwich? <laughs> Even for a goblin. This might be the last thing you eat because I have a feeling you're not gonna be successful in this world. I hope that you are. I hope that you are. Oh my god! But gosh. you're not putting in the effort, Nam. <laughs> Is she going to go? I'm good. Okay. Thank Understood. You. Yeah. Mm. 
I'll just save my sandwich for later. I say we go up to the top. Yeah, let's go. I want to go. Guys, do you you gather your items? I gather my items. I want to check to make sure everything's in my potato sack. <laughs> yeah, make a make an investigation check. It's a really low DC, but you can check. Uh, seventeen plus. You said investigation. Yeah. That is a solid 18 right there. Nice. I mean, the DC was like six, because uh, it's a bag that you own. But, okay. um, but way to get your hot roll there. Um, <laughs> and uh, yes, it is a bag. It is a potato sack full of bread and also um, a beautiful dagger that you guys stole out of a box mm. and um, with a, a ruby in the middle. And um, and you guys found out what that was, right? Yeah, because yeah. you rolled impossibly high on your check. Yep. Um, because of course. Uh, so yes, your... Um, you called it the... Heart carver dagger. Yeah, your heart carver dagger, your heart carver, and the orb are still in the bag. I can't hear that, Landon. <laughs> okay, I'm back. You could have done that so much more naturally. It was only weird because you went like. It was only weird because you acknowledged that I was doing it. <laughs> like, anyway, okay. yeah, every everything is still. All your items are still in your bag. It was a pen. Um, thank you. Okay. Why is needed that one Because I can't erase things. Okay. Everything's in my bag and, um, nothing will leave or enter my bag for the rest of the session because I no longer have my pencil. So okay. no can one can mine. steal from me canonically. Rip. Oh, someone can steal from me now. Oh, he gets a pencil. Wow. I'm willing to bet the listeners are very glad that we're giving a live play-by-play on the pencil situation. What's the party doing as the... Okay, so we're going up, are we? spaced out. Yeah, I want to get my stuff. I want to get the heck out of here. I really feel like we should call this thing barely d and I think so. Okay, so you guys gather up all your items. Yeah, yeah. And everyone has their belongings. Um, does anyone else check anything else? No. Or? No, I'm getting okay. the H-E-C-K uh, out of here. Oh, oh my sir! Language! Oh my god. Um, Hockey stick. <laughs> <laughs> um, H-E-W-O-G-O stick. Nook gags. You got it? Are you okay? Nook goes, and then picks up her bag, and she just starts heading out with you all. Each person has their different items, and you guys head out of your room. And um, you guys open the door, and you expect, as you do many mornings rising earlier, that you've beaten the rest of the crew. And the moment you, you can hear muffled sound of people moving, but you assume this, the deck, the crew from upper deck, the whole hallway is full. Oh, um, people? And it's all the passengers. Everyone has gotten up at the sound, and the hallway is stacked full of people. Um, there's probably about 40 people in the hallway right now. Uh, and, it's like when you um, land the plane. And, it's, oh it is God. that situation specifically. <laughs> and everybody's got bags, luggages, and and as tired as everyone is from this long voyage and that unwarranted detour, um, everyone's very excited because everyone's been on this ship for like a month and a half. And everyone's very excited to be the place everyone was sailing to. Okay. Uh, but it's just bustling full of people. Um, that really well-dressed uh, fellow, taller fellow, um, with the with the spectacles, the dragonborn, and all of his books. Um the very wealthy woman, you can see like 10 people down. Um, you can't see, but you can hear the dwarves just from their armor further down. So yeah, people are just gathering in the hallway and slowly making their way up and back. I want to wait until everybody goes up. Okay. Let's not try to push past anybody, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going to offer the dragonborn my sandwich. Okay, so <laughs> you're just standing next to him <laughs> and you turn around. Uh, so he's, he's taller, uh, light blue scales. Um, these very nice robes with all these fancy filigrees on the edges, and he's holding a book and thumbing through it, um, looking through his spectacles. How do you offer him? What do you do? Hey, sir. I'm uh, hello. I'm do you, would you like a sandwich? I'm. Oh. M- make a um, make a general charisma check. <laughs> 
Greta has like a plus 14 to charisma. <laughs> Greta has a plus 20 to everything. Um, so that'll be 12. It was an 8, and then I added 4. Okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. He goes, Oh, um. Thank you. And he takes it in his hand. He sort of looks at it. Yeah, he takes it out of your hand. Yeah. Okay. Sort of like rests it on his arm and goes back to thumbing through his book. Okay. <laughs> so then I'm going to follow boss. Okay. Yep. So you guys are just standing, and you, you made that, that airplane analogy. It's very apt. Everyone's just slowly filing out as people are getting out of rooms. And you have to stop every once in a while because someone's waking up and opening their room and like, oh, we, we got to get out, but they're further down the hallway so then everyone has to stop. And, you know, but slowly but surely, everyone's filing out. And uh, uh, there's real congestion at the stairwell, but eventually, like like eight minutes later, everybody's upper deck. Um, and uh, as you guys all venture out, like all kind of very much in like a, like, like on a cruise reaching your final destination, I guess. I say as someone who hasn't been on a lot of cruises, but like you guys, you, like all the, the upper deck, as large as it is, is suddenly stacked full of people because uh, not brim to brim, everyone has some room because it's like a 90 foot long ship, but um, the whole crew is up there. Um, the kitchens, ev- er, the, the kitchen crew, everyone from downstairs, the kitchen staff, um, and everybody has their bags and their implements. And uh, as you guys come up to the upper deck, um, first of all, the first thing you, before you see anything, uh, you feel the temperature. It is perfect. Ooh. It is oh. like 62, but only because it's so early morning. You are willing to bet that this day, when it gets rolling, is probably going to be like 70 exactly. Um, there is a slight moisture to the air, but not an overbearing humidity. It is just the most perfect sensation possible in the air. And the air feels crisp and fresh, and it has that briny sea smell, but in a very brisk, clarifying way, instead of that overwhelming version. And um, <clears throat> you can hear the, the the waves up against the side of the boat, and there's a lot of crew members who've done this experience many times, just sort of, oh, no, I'm in the room, and people are calling back, like, get the crate, and, you know, just moving items back and forth. Um, and uh, But all of the people upper deck, there's, there's like the slight hustle and bustle of people like, oh, excuse me, you know, excuse me, and like people bustling by each other. But as you get to the top floor or the upper deck, everything gets quiet other than those sounds because what takes you all sight is breathtaking. Um, the only one here who really has any meaningful experience in a city is um, Craig uh, because you are from, you're, from, you're from a city, a smaller one, yeah. but one below ground. Um, and you've gotten on this ship, and those are kind of the only places you've ever been. Uh, Boz, you went through a couple cities in Zedge, um, and they were pretty big and stunning, but you just sort of passed through them really quickly. Um, uh, Greta, you've, I mean, your people were kind of wandering in Zillium, uh, and your, your experience in, uh, in Hashas was all, was extremely remote and rural. So you haven't really seen anything. What lies before you all is kind of incomprehensible. Um, as you guys look over the waves, just this huge cascading like mural of gently transitioning small waves one after another, um, a deep blue but almost slightly tinted green in the morning light. Um, this, uh, this, the sun sort of is slowly rising behind the city. Um, it's this, the whole sky is still black at its furthest edges behind you all, but it's turning just light blue or just a very dark blue cerulean above you, and then bleeding into a purple, which is just starting to dance red at the edge of the horizon. And around you on the, on the ocean is more ships than you all ever knew existed. Wow. There are easily more than a thousand ships you guys can see right now. 
um, countless, just an ocean of ships, Free, uh, fishing vessels, um, shipping vessels, um, and, and they're so far off in the distance, they start to cluster quite a bit at further distances. But like everywhere you guys look to your right, to your left, ships, ships, they're all at great distances for each other, but on and on. And as you guys start to look around, there's also many ships that all have matching um, designs. Um, there's many that are covered in this bright silver plating on the sides. Not the whole ship, but just these armored squared sections. Uh, in fact, just about, about 500 uh, feet off from one side of you, there's this very large vessel with all of this silver lining and plating on edges. And it's not silver looking, it is silver. Um, and uh, there's, there are these etched designs on the side in silver of giant fish breaching the water in the ocean. And you can see cannon ports off the side. And there's armored individuals in gleaming silver armor. It, it looks like it's steel, but it's etched with silver. And um, there's different soldiers on all those decks. You guys don't know who they are, but they're, they're pretty common all around. It's just this unfathomable amount of ships. Um, uh, at least to, to you all for certain. And there are some vessels which are, you, you can see a vessel probably like 700 feet that way that has to be just a dinghy. You have no idea why the person on that has the confidence to bring that out in the ocean, but they're just fishing. And then like a quarter mile that way, you all can see a fish or a ship that looks average sized. And then as it starts getting near the others, you realize that it's just the parallax in the distance. And that ship is dwarfing all the other ships by about half the size. And it's covered in all these gleaming different colors of paints. It has four different masts with all these different colored sails. And it's just an overwhelming sight. It's like an entire, you've never fathomed a navy, but this, it looks like multiple on top of each other. And the city that branches out in the distance behind all of them fills your vision um, as far as you look in the land to one side to the other. You can't see the ends of this city, which for any experience you all have had is massively uncommon. It has a limit in size, but you all can't see where it ends. And the entire city is walled. This huge, tall stone wall, very dark. Um, and from this distance, I mean, you're sure up close, it's made of many squared sections of stone resting on top of each other. But from this distance, it all looks like one giant mirrored sheet. And the entire wall has um, some sort of a vague design or, or flow to it. You can't quite make it out from this distance, but something all over it. And behind it, there's just miles of buildings, thousands of buildings. Um, and they branch different heights. You can see from this distance buildings that off in the distance must be multiple heights. Like there must be stories to these buildings, which is crazy. Um, <clears throat> you've literally never seen a stone building with multiple stories ever. Um, neither have you. And you've known a couple, maybe some of the wealthiest trading buildings from where you're from, maybe some of the governmental ones. Um, <clears throat> but you can see, you can see towers which you've never seen in your life. And many of them have different colored roofs that have these gleaming staccato. And much of the architecture has like a darker hue and tint to it. But you can see there's some buildings that as the sun is slowly rising, smoldering into these dark crimson hues and then eventually into these brighter ambers and oranges. Um, some of these buildings are catching light and reflecting it. And some of them look bright green. And others have metallic qualities and colors. And it is just this, this Van Gogh staccato of different colors as the city stretches out for miles in front of you all. And you all are looking at a city of size you've never found, hundreds of thousands of people. And you all are coming into port, in Port Wispavisan, in Vincent. And uh, as you guys are up on this deck, the whole crowd is just hushed. Um, there's a couple of passengers who look completely unimpressed. You get a feeling that maybe they've been here multiple times. Um, but otherwise, the whole crowd is just in silence. Well, all Craig can think of is, I wish my wife were here to see this with me. And you do. You think about your, uh, do you have kids, Craig? I forget if we discussed this. Yeah, I have a son. Yeah, you just, you just think of your wife and your son right now. Mm-hmm. 
I, I think Boz is, is thinking about home and, um, obviously the differences, you know what I mean? I, are there many trees or, or wild? You don't life? currently see any trees. So I don't see a whole lot of trees, but I do see the colors. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? And that's very similar to, I think all of the color in life there. So it's very <clears throat> jarring in the fact that how different it is, but also it reminds me of my home. Yeah. Mm. Kind of a little sad. It thing. feels very alive, very cultural. It does. Um, you don't have to say anything. Uh, and the vessel just pulls further and further in. As you all get closer and closer, you pass by more and more ships. Um, and uh, things start getting more and more packed. And it looks like different ships are going to get in each other's ways. Um, but the captain's, you know, uh, Biclalk, the very tall half-orc, uh, middle-aged woman, is, is um, shouting her commands to her crew. And everyone's acting very calm. They've clearly navigated these waters many times. And it's very clear that different ships are like coordinating and communicating with each other in their own shipping lanes and moving past each other. And as you guys start pulling further and further into in the port, um, you can see the docks. Again, they stretch as far as you can see in either direction. Um, and uh, you start to realize as you get closer that the majority of the ships that you saw were sort of like at, it, it, uh, docked in, in port. Um, there's probably, again, the, it's kind of incomprehensible, the numbers of the ships. But, um, and there's, there's different, it looks like the ships have, like the docking ports have sections to them. Um, uh, you guys don't know the order of them, but they look like they have sections. And <clears throat> there are areas that, that, that house much larger ships and much smaller, um, but they, they're just in this huge arrangement all up and down this, uh, this, these massive average stretching docks to either direction. And your ship slowly pulls in. And as it does, more and more of the city sort of like starts rising to life and, and uh, delineating itself as you get closer to the shoreline. And you can see, I mean, there, there are these very square buildings that are made entirely of this light timber that have been stained with some sort of a dark stain. And they have 12 different windows, and there's all sort of like color and vibrance coming from them this early in the morning as the sun is still painting the sky. You can hear many voices and dim music coming, even as you're still hundreds of feet out from the cobblestone streets. And, and they have like these thatched roofs and missing, and missing parts, but they just carry this air of excitement and fervor. So other buildings are these huge stone monoliths draped in like gothic, oppressive silence and stillness of, of professionalism with all these um, very serifed text all over the front and, and individuals in very fine robes. And it's just the city carries this weight of a thousand stories and a thousand lives, all these people bustling about in their business. And the docks are full of people. Um, there's giant, huge figures carrying crates on their shoulders and very wealthy people walking together, discussing things. There's, there's um, dock figures and workers who are carrying scrolls, tallying things. And it's just a thousand lives intersecting here. Um, and slowly but surely, the tomorrow's memory pulls into one of the larger dock sections. This is a very large vessel. And um, uh, there's different shouting from Captain Baclalk to drop anchor. And eventually, it into the surf, and the ship comes to a sudden lurch at port. And wordlessly, a number of people who've been sort of like, these different fingers leaned against crates, all start rising from their positions and walking over to the deck, as if this is a thing they've practiced a thousand times. The gangplank is lowered and sort of down on the deck, and crew members start offloading. A couple of the passengers start like walking toward it, like, oh, finally. And one of the crew members like raises up a hand and says something you can't hear. It's sort of like, hey, you've got to get these items off first. So you guys are just sort of left standing here, like sort of like herded together like uh, like cattle for a moment while they get everything off the ship. But you can hear the sounds of the city all around you. Wow. First of all, I this want to say huge. that like, as a player, I wish I was there. Right, I wish <laughs> I was there so too. That's so beautiful. I want to go visit Portland Sonar yeah. next, on our next vacation. Yeah, yeah. 
Maybe we yeah. can do a D&D podcast too. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's an imaginary place. Yeah, yeah. Sounds but, good. Um, I mean, I think Krug... Krug. Krug. Krug on the Krug like city many ways. Krug getting water later. Krug Oh my gosh. No, Craig is just done. <laughs> you're Craig when you're standing, Krug when you're raging. Craig <laughs> rage? No, Krug. It's like the Hulk. <laughs> oh, man. oh, man. Yeah. Sorry, I'm sorry. Craig's uh, not doing anything. He's just kind of staring and thinking about his home. He's finally, after months, missing it. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. Okay. Craig is so sweet. He's this really moment, not. This is a moment, Craig, where you sort of like take it all in, and you, you turn back, knowing that Biasta is to the north. You turn back and you look out over the ocean. And um, I don't actually know how well you would know the seas, but you look over the sea of the Kalabak, not necessarily knowing the name, and over those dark waters, um, it's like when you turn around, you see a different city. Mm-hmm. Um, because as lights are slowly starting to fill this one, you turn around, and they're all being reflected back under the water, these long streams, oh. like lanes of light dancing yeah. out of the water, and they're reflected back from lanes in the ships. And all of it is slowly being washed out by the orange fading to a gold that's coming from the rising sun over the city. Wow. And uh, you you do think of well, you think of your wife and her and her blonde hair, and mm-hmm. um, which is a darker, dirtier blonde than your own. But just for a moment, as the light catches that golden hue, you do think of the longer streaks of her hair, and you feel you feel a pang of remorse. Yeah. I'm trying to find somewhere magical, but that's going to be hard when everything looks magical. Yeah. We have to go into every single building. Yeah, I think so. I need to see every single one. <laughs> every single building. Until yeah. we, f- until I find it. Dave, how do you feel about that? Describing <laughs> every single building. The inside, the people, the everything. I have a world document here in front of me that's 62 pages long, so bring it on, punk. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, wow, we've been holding back. We should wow. be throwing harder punches. Yeah. Bring it on, I will punk. talk to everyone. Can you describe the windowsill on this one? You're just talking to everyone standing around you? No, oh, but okay. I will. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's a warning. Um, well, you guys are you guys are waiting there for a moment, and um, uh, eventually, as different crew members are, are loading down crates and barrels and different items, um, they start letting passengers off, and you guys have to wait for a second. Then again, the airplane feeling. Well, now it's like you're in the terminal and you're just waiting. You know, there's like the one person with the bag. Where you're like, could you just get it and go? Please. But eventually, you guys are being ferried down, and uh, as you go to uh, Greta, you have the highest passive perception, correct? Uh, me and Greta have the same. Oh, that's correct. Um, you guys go to walk off the vessel, and um, as you get close, uh, like like you guys go to get in line, and Boz, who's who's in front? Just for my own, probably Boz. I'd be in front. Okay. Uh, so you guys, you guys make like it's very much got the Princess Bride feel, where it's like Boz and then Craig the and then Princess Greta. So you guys go down and. Like, um, uh, but you, uh, you guys like all sort of make your line to get off the gangplank, and you turn around, and you look at your, all your friends, and you and Greta notice at the same time where's Namlik. <gasps> and oh, you guys no. around, you can't see your goblin anywhere. Uh, I, guys, um, I think she, I think this is her destiny. And I this is a beautiful city. Perception check. She in the barrels. That is a uh, natural one. <gasps> oh no! Wait, That's but my I, third I, natural I, one. This, uh, this is this is a perception check that only Boz could make. Actually. Oh, oh! For okay. reasons that you'll probably discover at some point later, but that's fine. I don't even. I know have why. to know now. I don't even have inspiration. Nope. Is, she, is she with the bees right now? Uh, you guys have no idea what's going on. Okay. Um, but you don't know where your, where your goblin friend went. Um, That's a, I have do I, I have my stuff. I, yeah. I had all my stuff on me. Yeah, it's all on you. And is I sorted it before I picked it up, and so you I did. know it's all there. That is very true. So nothing's gone mm-hmm. except the except goblin. Except the goblin. Yep. I gave it a berry to 
for a meal a good berry so that it would have at least something to eat when it, I knew it wasn't going to stay here mm. very long. You so basically you what I'm hearing I gave it is a you food. gave it goblin? You gave yeah. away our food. No, I made the food. You can't oh. just that like with a kitchen? No, I created it. It's a magical berry. Oh. And I gave it to her. So you just gave away the food that would be helpful to us for what yeah, a goblin so you that could ran get, away? You made a man you were you have the first of all, you have the ability to make magic food and we're just now finding out a bit of time. It's, it's as you guys are bickering here at the top of the gangplank, <laughs> um someone from behind you goes, Would you please go down the gangplank? And there's like that wealthy woman from before who never spoke to any of you all is behind you, like clutching a bag, going, We are all waiting, would you go? Okay. Mrs. Weasley type <laughs> type Type five. And you, yeah, you guys you guys start like uh, waddling your, day down, your way down the gangplank and there's the dark waters like sort of slapping and dancing below you underneath the really fine deck. It looks very old and worn, but very strong, thick wood. And as you guys all start walking down, um, you're on probably like a 30 foot wide dock that stretches for another 100 feet just to get into the side of the cobblestone road, which each of the roads look like they're like 20, maybe 30 feet wide each. And they're all full of people bustling about. Um, and the city lies before you all. Um, so you all, all sort of get off on the deck and there's enough room and people are milling about. Um, what are you guys doing and where are you going? Do we know if there's any campsites nearby? Um, I is Yeah, a place to sleep. I'm just thinking like, uh, well, yeah, I was thinking like, well, this maybe we don't want to pay for stuff. We could just camp, you know? I love camping. We could. I, am, I don't mind a little bit of checking the nature. Yeah, what do you think, Craig? Nature? You just want to live in the wilderness, Greg? No, no, I would actually rather not. We have been sleeping on seriously hard beds you know, for some, what, two, like a month? Sometimes I think it's a lot easier to find yourself and you just kind of strip away everything else. And I just kind of, you're left with yourself and the earth and, 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 a, the and a potato sack. Yeah. Yeah. I think we should do that. I think we should, you know, instead of spending money on a place like a hotel, I think we should invest in a tent. Or maybe three tents. I think y'all are crazy, and I don't like this. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, so... I say we find a hotel or... I mean, one I'm of the open fancy to all, I, all the... I, I mean, it'd be nice to see a building. Yeah. Okay, have I guess so. Have you not seen a building We before? can go camping no, somewhere else. I, I have not seen a building Okay, before. well, then we'll go see a building. Okay, yeah, let's go see a building. Yeah. Okay. Um, we so just, you guys can are we sort just of, walk into the nearest building? You guys are huddled <laughs> for a moment, all talking, and the moment you turn around, Boz, standing in front of you, like sort of like, oh, like suddenly in front of you, there is a small uh, creature. Um, it's about it's about Craig's size. Um, well, and actually, actually, take a moment. She is about Craig's size. Um, she's probably about like four foot, um, uh, and she is a fish. Um, she's got a very, uh, round, broad head with very catfish-like features. These long tentacles, or these, like, four tendrils that, like, like, hang off of her face. These big, wide, kind brown eyes. This large, bending smile. These small gills that come off of her shoulders. Dark brown scales. Um, these huge webbed fin feet span outward into these long toes. This long fish tail, backward on the, backward on the deck. These very thick, um, blue, uh, cloak wrapped around her. Out of this strange, like, very thick, Thickly braided, thickly um, fibered material. Um, she has a small bag on her side and a little, a little uh, wooden uh, uh, slab on her in her hand with a little uh, parchment nailed into it. And she has a quill in her hand um, and she has this very uh, kind smile. And um, she's just sort of laying in front of you and she goes uh, suddenly in front of you and she goes, "Well, welcome to Port de Can we stay with you? <laughs> what? 
Mercedes. Are you a Kuto? I don't know if that's what you're getting at. What's on the paper? What's the pen? Are you a Kuto? Hello, I am... Uh, I'm sorry? Are you a Kuto? I am not okay. what? That was that was kind of offensive. Cool. Not gonna lie. Cool. I don't. Like you would just stuff. judge well, that. How's it going? Thank you. Hello, <laughs> and welcome to Portress Blendy's home. Thank, thank you. Thank you. I'm a uh, dog master. Dog master. Dog master Okay. And uh, I'm looking to see if you prime passengers have any items to declare as you're coming into the city. What do you mean declare? Any magical items? Magic. That's sort of you. Oh. Um. I have I have a couple of items. She looks down at your box, your glowing box, and goes, "That, for example." Um, in this bread box is uh, some bread, but this. Uh, no, I'm I'm talking about the glowing one. Oh, it's my, those are my um my bees. <laughs> I have some I have some bees in there. It's glowing. Yeah, they're they're they're, they're special. I they're not feeling so well. I brought them here to. Help find someone to help them. You know they're not doing. Have doing you never seen glowing bees before? No, I haven't. Me neither. It's okay. Would you like to meet one? No, that's. I open the. Actually, yeah. I, I open the front. I pull like I. I feel like. Yeah, it has a little latched. So yeah. I. I have one. I put my finger in there, almost like I'm like yeah. trying to like someone like. So you sort of like. And you stick your finger in, and you pull it back out. And it has one of the little bees. And on there it. is uh, berries on Boz's finger. You guys have ever not not actually ever seen these. And I close the door um, too. And yeah. Well, they never come out. Oh, okay. uh, they only ever come out if you pull them out. And you, you feel uh, it's got like a slight grip to your finger in the way that an insect has and as the very end of its feet are clawed, but it's the slightest little pressure. And what's on Buzz's finger, just imagine the fluffiest little bumblebee you have ever imagined. So they're, they're, I'm sorry, yeah. I assume they were honeybees, but. They're, they look like bumblebees. Okay. Um, very fluffy. And on his finger, uh, so it has it has this sectioned body, and there's these little tiny thin black stripes along its larger back abdomen, uh, bisecting the fur. And the rest of it is this color, but the color keeps changing. So it's radiating a color backward, as if bioluminescent, but it's catching in each of the hairs, sort of like 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 color through a fiber optic cable. Oh. But but thousands of little ones all across its back, just making this wave of colors that goes down the back. And first it's this bright neon red, and then this bright wave of blue. And then this bright green, it just keeps going back like that. And the wings are just... And every time that they buzz, they're catching some of the light and reflecting it. It's like little rainbows are coming off, dilating down the wings as it sits there on, on his finger. And she just sort of... Oh my, that is a magical bee. I don't know how many of them are in there right now, but there's a few. Well, I, I don't think there's anything prohibited about magical bees. Let's... That's a new one, sir. Okay. That's a new one. She dips it in a quill at her side and she just starts writing. Can I get a name for you? Or an operating agency or any sort of a consortium? Yes, my name is Baz. Ooh, how would you spell that? Is that uh, in common? It's B-A-Z-Z. Aww. Alright, Baz. Okay. So like Buzz, but with an A. <laughs> I stare at Craig. <laughs> Craig has made the worst dad Craig, this before. is the first time you've ever seen any real aggression out of Boz. And oh. suddenly you become aware of how tall he is. <laughs> yeah. You're a really tall, tall fellow, huh? Mm -hmm. Okay. Huh? Um, and you, sir, do you have any magic items to declare? Just or any sort of a, a sensitive material? or Just my personality. Oh, right. you, ma, do you have any magical items to declare or anything like that in the city? Not trying to be intrusive, just document. Not that I know of. Any, any um, sort of international business or diplomacy? or? Not that. Don't Not worry that about I know it. Of. Okay, well, um, 
Then, welcome to Port Resplendissant. Um, you all seem sort of new to the city, is that correct? Yes, yeah. we're looking for somewhere to, to sleep at. Oh, well, uh, good for a you. A building. Um, yes, we yes, want to see a building. Buildings. Yes, well, they good. were going to go in the forest, but I told them not to. Um, well, you'd probably have to travel for miles before uh-huh. you got out of the city. So hmm. there's not going to be a lot of forest. Hmm. Um, there's a great forest to the far south. Uh, it mounts the uh, Boy Sound, but um, that's pretty far. So I recommend just staying where you are. Um, but on the all dock. along this strip, and she points down to this, the, the, the buildings lining the, the endless dock, and she goes, you'll find an endless assortment of taverns, inns, okay. um, hotels, and further in. And she starts making all these gestures. She starts giving you way too much information too quickly. And she's like, oh, down the middle, you'll find a housing district. And then down that way, you can find a commercial district. You'll have endless array of markets. Yes. Where's the financial district? The financial district, you'd go to head down the main road. You'd go head off onto the third road of the fourth section, go down to another four lefts, and you'll find an immense financial district. There's actually smaller pockets stretched all throughout the city, but that'll get you to the largest assortment of what you're looking for. Cool, thanks. Mm-hmm. Perfect. So, that that way, mm-hmm. and, okay, okay. How do we know which building is the tavern? Um, we'll let you say on the signs. Do you read in common? Yeah, yeah, I can read common. Well, then you'll be tavern. able to read the names. All right, that's a good, okay. Are y'all ready? Yeah. All right, gang. Let's. Cue the Scooby Doo music. What are you doing? It's been a pleasure meeting you. I thank you for your warm welcome. And I opened my little door and I put the bees back in. And they oh. said, I think they liked you. Oh, well, that's nice to know. Thank you. Nice to meet and, you. And um, she nods and she, she um, like, dips the pen off, the, uh, the quill off in the inkwell, um, puts the paper to her chest. Put, puts the inkwell in a small little um, leather pouch on her sleeve, zips it up, um, takes the paper, puts it in a small leather parchment that are very tight, and she pulls that tight with a cord, straps that over her back, um, like, whoop, caps the inkwell, which is tied to her waist, and turns around and dives into the water. Uh, and just, oh. Wow. And put it in the surf. And then about 30 feet behind you, she just, <laughs> comes, like, bursts out of the water, up onto the deck, starts walking up to someone else, and starts taking out each item. Wow. Going to talk to them about what they've taken off. So, she doesn't like. That doesn't seem like. Is she work here, or is she just asking people about magic items? Make an intelligence check. Because a lot of this is unnatural. I've never been in a big port city. That's a natural oh one. This yeah. city, there's a large and magical ones. and wonderful. Who knows? Okay. Five ones. Or you can make an intelligence check. Intelligence. Um, just as a rule in general for D&D, whenever you guys want to do something, and like, so like, let's say for example, you guys are like, I want to lift a thing, and someone fails, someone else tries, someone else tries. The longer we repeat checks, there's a general policy of increasing DCs, so that it's not one person trying something after yeah. another. Yeah. But um, for little things like this frequently, that's totally okay. Especially if you guys ask the question at the same time. Okay. But it's, we're learning, it's all good. Yes, roll your intelligence Wait, check. Okay. Can I be like, does she even work here? Does she, yeah. she even go she, here? It's a bit metagamey, but sure. Is yeah. that a Mean Girls reference? Is this yeah. Does she even work here? Greta, you can't just ask me. people if they're Kuatoa. <laughs> <laughs> that, I'm surprised she was friendly to us after that TBH. I don't understand how that was mean. I don't understand you that. 15. Craig, you're from the Earth and Bloom. Oh, you rolled a 15. Uh, what's your intelligence modifier? Oh, gosh. I closed the laptop. Paper character sheets of the past. You know... I lose things way too easily. You could just keep it here. I could keep it in my notebook and you, it would never be lost. Uh, I don't know. You could also scan it okay, to the computer intel- and then you just print it out. <laughs> Negative one. <laughs> you should have opened it. Um, uh, yeah, you're willing to bet. You've been you've been in a port or two before. Yes, that was probably someone under the Dockmaster's staff. That's just not a good business practice. 
Because she's, like, not going to catch everyone that's walking out, you know? Okay. Like, she's just zipping around. We you're right. We need to have a station. Um, Craig, make a separate intelligence. Make a history check. Just because you're from the Earth and Bloom, you have a chance history a chance check. of knowing this. It's a high DC. <laughs> I got... Is that a 19? <laughs> no, technically... An it's a intelligence? Or it's an 18. History. In, uh, history. Oh, history check. Okay. Um. Uh, can I find things no. i don't know oh i have a negative one in history so that would be 18 the dc was 17 oh. um you know you know what she was she was a lokatha um they are from uh Soledanum, which is south of the place that you're from which is on the world map if you'd like to look at it down here okay um so you guys are here in in Porus um you are from up here in Vyasta. And Soledanum is right down here. Yeah. And you've heard of Lokatha before, that they're largely from this land. They've been pretty scattered because um, the Kefkins came and put a pounding on them a while back. But um, when they you conquered the their land. Uh, yes, you know about the Kefkins, the Kefkin Empire. Is. Remember? Idiots. Okay, you're just better. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, you, because you got you rolled so high, you know what a Kuatoa is because you guys found them in the village. Mm-hmm. And you know the Kuatoa um, have had, uh, you know, in the vaguest sense of rumors, maybe something you heard in a tavern. That Kuatoa um, have a very terrible relationship with Lokatha, um, oh and that gosh. very far in history, sometimes uh, Kuatoa would enslave Lokatha. Oh no! Um, so what what Greta said uh, a few minutes ago is probably like the most insulting thing she could have possibly. Said. <laughs> so I was I, dude. Well, uh, she hasn't. He hasn't said any of this out loud yet. I'm about. I'm How about do you spell to... um, the Lokatha? L O C. Oh, uh, the places. Mm-hmm. So, How do you spell where the Lokatha is from? Uh, so, Yedanen, S-O-L, Y-E-D, uh, E-N-O-N, so Yedanen. I'm going to try to figure out a way to put a link to the world map in the description of each episode. So, if, if that's okay with Zachary. Sure. And that way, if you're listening to this and you're hearing these homebrew terms that you're not super familiar with yet, maybe you can click that and maybe follow along um, somewhat. So maybe even like a Google Doc, possibly. Oh, that's a good. I love the word Google Doc. Google Doc. It's fun <laughs> to say. Maybe maybe we can do that and put different materials and printed stuff up and just allow it for a thing for people to view. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay. We'll anyway. figure that out. We'll figure that out. We'll figure can that out. I um, talk to Greta? For Wait, yeah. Are the Lokatha homebrew or are those? Those are a real five E race. Cool. They're they're, they're player character race actually. Based nice. off expansions. And is Kuatoa? Uh, Kuatoa are in the Monster Manual. Okay, so I pull Greta. No, I don't. Okay, I'm going to rephrase that. I kind of whisper to both of you guys. I say, hey, just so you know, the Lakata and the Kuatoa are not best buds in the slightest. Okay. So probably refrain from telling them that they look like the Kuatoa. How do you tell them apart? Kuatoa don't speak English. I mean, Kuatoa don't speak common. They're pretty different to look at, right? <laughs> um, and in this moment, you do remember um, the very purple tuna fish looking okay. uh, Kuatoa, the very dark brown and gray catfish looking Lokatha. Um, it's just this quiet moment of, of, of recognition, recognition <laughs> this slightly racist moment that Greta I, has had. Yeah, so not again. We have to realize that Greta and. You guys, you guys are also remembering that Greta had like. A, f- a slightly isolated mm-hmm. uh, childhood in the fields of Zillium, yeah. and then whatever the undisclosed thing that she sort of talks about in the in the woods of Shas with the old ladies is. No but idea. you are aware that she's not from the big cities. But I feel yeah. like I don't have a good mind, or like 
<laughs> I feel like I don't think so good. I'm Krog. Oh, I would like to rage. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So basically, let's not talk about the Kuatoa around them um, because they did enslave the Lakatha at one point. So. <laughs> Just okay. To is that homebrew or is that real no, too? No, did. That is uh, that is also real. That's real fighting. <laughs> okay, so this yeah. is crazy. I didn't make that up at all. <laughs> we have no idea what's legit and what Zachary made up. <laughs> Trust me, I have read so much. Uh, yeah. Okay. Now well, let's go find a tavern and <laughs> not make any more references about the appearance of. I'm just gonna keep my mouth closed. <laughs> Um, but where are you guys going? What do you, you just head nearest to? Building. I just want to hear the direction that she nearest building. pointed at. Nearest, okay. nearest building. building. So nearest you guys are going to walk into the nearest we're building. We're going to the nearest, nearest building? <laughs> okay, well then let's let's have this fun moment that we do every so often. Oh, no. Um, Greta or Craig, whoever you want, call odds or evens. Oh. Open that mouth, please. You <laughs> know, whatever I say. Odds or evens? Evens. It's, how do you do this? Um, that's a six. That's a good number. Um, so you guys start walking down the deck, the like clump, clump, clump of your boots. And like, there, there's just noise all around you. There's the sound of hundreds of people in your immediate vicinity, like maybe out to a couple hundred feet, but just people shouting and and there's different languages. Um, you guys are hearing more languages than you knew existed right now. Um, there are a number of dwarven people that you can hear, uh, Craig in, in the tongue that you speak shouting in dwarven sort of like. Um, and like sort of like shouting back and forth off of a deck, but then uh, 30 feet down, there's sort of this like, um, you can hear this like, uh, coming from this dragonborn person up in another dragonborn figure. You have no idea what language with that is. Um, you guys are, you, you pick up some gnomish, um, uh, but you guys are hearing like, and there's, um, what language do you guys speak actually? I speak. Hey, do I hear any primordial? You do not hear any primordial. Okay. I speak Elven, Druidic, Dryad, and Sylvan. You hear some Elven. Actually, you, you hear Elven coming from three different places. And after a second, as you guys start working far enough down the deck, you hear um, you hear Sylvan. No, I, where is it coming you've from? You've never heard from any place outside of your home. Um, there is a, a gnome in very layered green cloaks up on a vessel, um, sort of like hanging from a rope, shouting down in Sylvan at an Elven figure. Um, with rope on the shoulders, probably about eight feet above you on a vessel to your left. Like, like, is he on the deck of the vessel? Uh, well, so one, yeah, yeah. The, the elven figures on the deck, the gnomish figures up on the up on the ropes. On the ropes. Mm. Can I cast jump and try to jump onto the deck? <laughs> yeah, you can, of course. I want to get to him and ask him how he knows that language. Okay, so you guys are walking along with Boss, like, and the whole group's traveling down the deck. You've maybe gotten halfway <laughs> down, and you're like, "Wow, this is so amazing." Boss turns. Your, your chest sort of glows with this orange auburn energy of your magic. It bursts down into your feet. There's this like, boom, and, and Boz just sort of like flies up into the air after mu- like muttering something and waving his hands. And he just sort of up on the deck. And the two figures like step backward. I'm like, and now that you're on the deck, there's a crew of about 20 who have all stopped everything they're doing and trying to look at you. I don't, I don't even look at them. Gotcha. I'm looking at the guy on the road, so I'm like, how do you know how to speak that? And you say it in Sylvan? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the gnome just looks down and goes... Who are you? Uh, my name is Boz. I am, I'm just saying everything. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm from the Lost Lands. I need to find help for my bees and I can't find anybody. And I've come here a long way and I need to know if you know where I can go to 
to find help for them. Bees. Uh, we and then the the elven this woman uh, with this very short haircut. She has very dark skin, these long pointy ears, deep brown eyes, broad beautiful nose, um, this very square jaw. Um, she has ropes coiled up over her shoulder, and she says, um, uh, "We learned them from uh, Tiliria in Liboy's shout to the far south, um, from the wood elves." Oh, okay. So you don't, you don't know anybody like around town or. Or where I could go with the right direction. No, but if you go to the Boy Shout, you will certainly learn more of that area. Where is that? What is that? How do you spell that? Uh, to the far south. Uh, and she said, it's, it's B-O-I-S. Let me get to my notes. Actually, she spells it for you because she, it sounds reminiscent of a language you don't speak. So it is B-O-I-S. B-O-I-S? Mm-hmm. And then space. C-H-U-D. Nice and to the south. Yes. Okay. Yeah. South of the forest? Uh, south of the city. You don't know where. But the, there's also a forest. She, yeah, she said, it, she said it's, it's in a forest. Okay. Um, uh, and you guys you guys could probably buy a map at some point. That's that's something that you would certainly know. Greg. I don't believe in maps. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> and she says, uh, that is where we have learned it from. Okay. Well, um, thank you. And um, mm. I'll be on mm. my way. Uh, I'm Boz. Okay. All right. And the whole crew is just still looking at you. Can I say that I can still jump down, or do I pass um, it again to jump down? Can you? What are the details of jump? <laughs> the player's handbook's right he next. Just, to he just falls, thinking that he can jump, and he really can't. Just like where are spells at? I've They're never, in the back of the player's handbook. I've never opened this book in my entire life. <laughs> we gonna, really need to get you guys. Back. I'm going it's to, very important. the way that I'm learning about spells is every time someone uses a spell that I don't understand, I write it down and then I go read about it. Well, you do? You actually go read about it? Well, I haven't yet, but that's my plan. <laughs> <laughs> the Player's Handbook is a fantastic source. I'll, uh, we should go to the game store and read them. That would be fun. Also, this is free advertising Wizards of the Coast. Pay us. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been there, Abby? Yeah. Oh, it's great. I feel you like touch I'm, a creature, like the I'm creature's jump distance is tripled until the spell ends. What's the so, duration? A minute? A minute. Okay, yeah, you're like good. Someone's going to gatekeep me. Okay. Also, really technically hard. speaking, it only lets you jump forward, but I think that's kind of dumb, and you can go up a little, a little with it, too. Okay. Um, so, yes, you still you still have the hops. Okay. Forward is... So, time. I... <laughs> that same kind of red energy yeah. kind of, like, sparks again in my chest, down to my feet, and I... Yeah. Gear. And you turn around, and you, you like, Hulk jump back off the ship. <laughs> you... Back onto the deck, and Boz is back. He just jumped away, had a conversational language you didn't understand, and returned. What'd you do? Well, who was that? Was uh, that your cousin? No, I was. They... <laughs> oh my god! I was keeping a racism talent for Greta. That was amazing. <laughs> you guys look alike. You sound alike. You <laughs> must be related. Oh my gosh! <laughs> this is awesome. Why is Greta so <laughs> I love. I love this. Is that your cousin? We are just messing with the Abby. That's all. I thought Craig was gonna be the one to. Say. <laughs> you really did. You know we that's that's thought, what we get. That's what we no, get. No, we were just talking about how Craig might be like super racist. There's this horrible person, and I'm not. No, I'm Craig's not, the socially conscious one. That's I'm a, not that's what actively we get racist. I'm racist just by not knowing anything. You're, it's, you're just racially. I just don't know also, anything. It is fine. We're just yeah. <laughs> I'm like oh no, God. I don't. I'm we're not related. Um, <laughs> We don't all know each other. He just spoke <laughs> a very. He's, he said she. She. You're not even the same race. <laughs> like, he was a gnome. Oh my uh, god. Well, he was 
Boz was speaking to an elf. Okay. And Boz is a half elf, a half dryad, half elf. She, um, she was speaking a language that I haven't heard since I left my home. I thought maybe she would know somewhere to go, and she gave me some advice uh, about somewhere that I can uh, go get some information, I think, south of here in the woods. Bas Chu? Bas? You aren't sure how to, you aren't sure how to pronounce it. Bas- she said it quickly and Bois, it was Chu, I think, is something like that. We should go there. Uh, Why? What, how, what time is it right now? How far? Where's the sun? The, uh, the sun is, is just now starting to rise. You guys are probably at like 6 a.m.? Let's go find somewhere to keep our things, and then, um, yeah, maybe maybe let's go there. Nearest building. Yes. Okay, so, so you guys resume your walk. we're making it a beeline uh-huh. to the nearest building. And as you guys continue down this docks, more languages. Um, you all also keep hearing this other language from a lot of different people. Um, I know it's the same. And language. there is common, but there's this other language that you guys are not recognizing. Okay. Um, it's like, and you keep hearing it from different from different. Creatures of all different races and backgrounds. It's this sort of like, um, and people just keep like discussing back and forth all around you in this language. And you're not sure what it is. Insight for it's Kefkin. So huh? Kefkin. Um, you do not recognize it as Kefkin. Wait, um, so what I know? Do you speak Kefkin? No. Okay. okay. Do you know what Kefkin is? I don't. Yes. No, I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't think you do. <laughs> that was player knowledge. Yeah, that was a bit meta <laughs> It's all good. It's all good. It's um but if did you I ask enough questions no okay <laughs> you could ask people around you about it but okay uh you can, you're just hearing this language yeah. from all around you okay um can i can i do that can i go up and ask someone like yeah you don't any time okay so um there's uh you you see a pair of dwarves and okay. that sort of makes you feel a bit more comfortable um one is this uh this fellow in a top hat yeah it's very nice layered silk vest and he has he's very he has a cane and a small satchel to his side. Um, he's got these very nice high riding boots. He looks very well dressed, and he has no facial hair other than a huge twirled mustache. He's a little um, insecure about his mustache right now. Yeah, oh, wow. <laughs> this is the first time in a long time we've seen him with a bigger mustache than you. Um, yeah. And he is speaking with a dwarven woman who's in these very like she just looks like dark dock workers' clothes. Um, she has this very fine pale skin. Um, uh, these long slanting eyes, this broad nose, this very tight top black bun that's sort of messy at the end, and she's got ropes over her shoulders, and they're just conversing back and forth in whatever this language is. Okay, so um, I go up to them and I say, "Hey, that language you're speaking, um, I'm not familiar with it. What what is that?" Um, so the the very well finely dressed uh, the woman gives you a harsh look, and then the um, the well dressed fellow sort of like. <laughs> Oh, you must be in the top of the spinnies, huh? Very much so. No problem. This is Uncinian, the Uncinian. language of Uncin. Okay. That cool. is really great information. I see. It is all right. Everyone is new here once. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So thank you for the information. Um, I'm going to go uh, enjoy your day. And of course. So Craig walks on. Have a wonderful day, sir. That's so nice. Uh, and you walk away, and he mutters something in whatever that language is, and then both of them laugh very hard. You don't know what it was. <laughs> um, uh, also, for any listeners who are listening, um, uh, it's not a big deal, but this language is loosely based in French, and as I've made prevalent in another campaign, I don't speak French, so if there's any French issues, I don't care. But we are <laughs> moving forward. I'm going to name things in French words that I used in Google Translate, and if you guys are dying because you speak French, live with it. But anyway, um, you guys keep moving down the deck. Uh, Maybe you should learn French. 
Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm busy making the world, man. <laughs> right. And in, in our other campaign, uh, one of the players whom I love, if you're listening, Andrew, you're amazing. Um, but we were we were playing in a session, and I like was pronouncing some word that I, you know, trying to give it like some sort of a Franco root. She was like, "Actually, be pronounced this way," and I'd be like, "I drew this whole map." I wrote like 14 unique locations. Just let me DM. <laughs> it's fine. Actually, um, actually, I had someone once be like, "That mountain wouldn't be that way." No, I, I was, I was so tempted. I was trying to be not like, to say something about the bees because I know it's not real bees. Well, no, it's it's yeah, that's fine. But also, those are just I wouldn't be offended about that because yeah, no, they're just magic bees. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I was thinking like bumblebees don't live in hives. No, they don't. You're correct. Yeah, but they're yeah. not. Bumblebees. They're magical bees. Well, I'll tell you, if you ever want to make a correction, I don't care about the wildlife ones because the degrees in that, so. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, back to the story. Um, But yes, no, bumblebees do not live in hives, but I just chose the cutest thing because they're magic bees. Yeah. Um, uh, So you guys continue down the decks, and finally you get off the decks into the cobblestone streets. And um, they are cobblestone streets, but they're not sort of like the random arrangement of cobblestone. Um, They're all like just slightly off. Like they're kind of almost barely cobblestone. Mm-hmm. They're these like squared stones. They look very nice, but they are so worn that the whole street is starting to look like a uniform concrete. Just because the stone has been stepped on so many times that it's wearing down into this uniform structure and shape. And only at the edges can you really see the original cobblestone that it was, um, which is stunning. Um, but the first building that you walk up to, because you got your odds and evens roll, um, is uh, it's this really relatively large building. It's got two floors to it, very large and squared. Um, and it's made entirely out of some sort of a dark stained wood and timber. It's got a couple, like, it's got some metal edgings and fixtures to the edges of it, but it's got these really two large, wide beamed pillars on either side, making up the edges of the building. And also all the buildings here, they don't have any space in between each other. They're all built right up on, right next to each other. I do not like that. Like a very large city. So there's no alleys? Um, Well, not here. You don't know if there might be some further on, but right here at the front, you can't see any alleys. Um, and, uh. It's got all this slatted layered wood that comes out in this like sort of like one on top of another effect as it goes down. Um, and all of the wood looks slightly warped um, as if maybe from like from like water from rain or maybe like ocean splashes. Even though the deck is quite far, like the, the, the road is wide enough to keep the waves quite far away. Um, and they have these very opaque sort of like circularly marbled windows in these very large squared panes that are terraced by this very fine thin metal that's very worn and it's almost started like bleeding to the edges of the glass and um there's this is that building you heard with all the music coming out of it and the all the windows have this very warm honey-like amber glow to them as as (laughs) as light (laughs) as light reflects out of them and um uh, and there's this very large door, this arching door that gets up to about 10 feet tall and has these huge metal ringed bronze handles, the bottom of which are a different color just from people grapping, gripping them. And there's like knock marks into the wood behind them. And above them, there's this huge wooden hanging sign that looks like it's got different puncture holes from chains as if it's fallen multiple times and been rehung. <laughs> and there's these huge iron chains that connect it into the wall and this huge shingled roof that branches down off of other, uh, either side in multiple terraces and the second row of, of windows up on the, on the second floor and a second roof and up on the huge letters in front in common it reads um the warm hearth oh, and I uh, love it. you can I hear can from inside here. there's like this and there's like this and it's like 6 a.m and the streets are already busy and while there's like different numbers of noise this place already has music and you can hear like and you can hear occasional like and shouts and you can hear much music and movement 
and the whole place sounds like it's alive. And you're not even inside yet. You feel slightly warmer just standing inside. Oh, let's go in here. Yeah. I yeah. don't even pay attention to you guys. I'm yeah. in that. I'm there. I'm going in okay. too. I'm right behind. So, can you describe the smell? Oh, I will. Okay. Um, Craig, uh, no, you're good. You're good. Anytime yeah. you want me to describe something, just ask. But trust me, I will. Um, Craig, you put your hand up on the rung. And it's uh, it's like slightly up to about your chest height. but So it's at a height where like very tall people could still get to it. And very shorter people could still Aww. get to it. Um, like you might have trouble, Greta, what the? Um, uh, because at some point, like the tall people need to be able to grab it too. Yeah. Um, but uh, but uh, uh, you reach up and you grab it and you pull it back and it's heavy. It's going this. And as you pull the door backward, the music starts going, getting louder as the door's opening and like the light starts to spill out into the street, which is brightening, but still kind of dark. And as the warm light starts to like, sort of like, it like bursts out into the road as you open the door, sort of like water flowing out of a, a chamber that's suddenly opened, but it's just warmth and music. And as, as it opens, uh, the space you can see before you has many round tables in, in this like square configured pattern around the room that are like lowered onto a level of a floor. And then a level of a floor about six inches above those has booths all along one row of the wall. Then at the far end of the room, there's this long bar with many seats there. And then a stairwell that goes up to the left that leads up around a corner. And there's many different wooden chandelier, chandeliers, big and heavy, hanging from the ceiling. And each one of them is swaying gently. Oh, um, I love it. And the whole building is gently vibrating because uh, down another further level, probably about 30 feet wide is this lower squared area. And there are probably about 60 people currently dancing. Um, at 60, yeah. What kind uh, of dancing? Uh, all different kinds. A couple people are doing like, uh, there's, there's a very old couple in the corner um, that are gently waltzing together. Um, and then there's like 30 dudes in the middle who are like, well, like, um, and uh, there's dwarves, there's gnomes, a couple elves, a bunch of humans, all big. They look all like sailors who come in and they all have like matching clothes and they look like a single crew. And they are all doing this different varied dances with some variants, but a lot of them are doing like, like sort of like this kicking shuffle motion and getting in the lines, going back and forth. And they have this big organized dance that they're swinging in and out of each other with, clearly all practiced from the same direction. And then there's a different group on another side doing a different dancing. And uh, then there's this one dude in the back just crumping really hard. And uh, every, like, there's multiple different cultures here doing multiple different dances, all sharing the space. And um, there's a small musical accompaniment in the corner. And there's someone just setting a piano on fire. Ooh, just yes. Like, all up and down really oh, quickly. Like, literally, like. No. no. <laughs> um, maybe we should go somewhere else. else. And uh, the woman doing it has very dark blue skin Ooh. and these long arching horns <gasps> that curl backward off her hair, this long, sleek back hair. And she has this long, thin blue tail that is just flicking back and forth in time with the music. This tiefling is just tearing across the keys. Um, next to her, um, there's this, uh, this very thin, tall, almost gaunt elf um, this high elf with this very fair skin, this very short blonde haircut, and she is just tearing back and forth on this violin, and her hair is like shaking with it. And then there's this, um, there's this very big muscular half-orc man with these huge, two huge mallets. And there's this really large timpani drum right here, and then these two smaller toms on a side, and then like sort of like an almost snare, and it's just boom, 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 And they're just, these three individuals are going ham at like 6 a.m. Um, and then there's, there's people filling the booths and the tables and there's a number of figures all with their back to you to the bar, some turned around like listening to music, some falling out of their chair on the floor. Um, there's three different bartenders moving back and forth and those chandeliers that were sort of gently waving are waving like sort of off time to the music because there's literally so many people moving that the building is lightly shaking. Um, and the smell, um, is many things. Uh, you oh, no. immediately smell fresh bread. 
um, this this very <laughs> thick bread. this very bread. thick flavor. Yes. And while you can smell bread, you also kind of smell the very sharp sweetness of honey, and also some of the like gentle, thick, heavy scent of butter. Um, there's oh. also smells of, of cooked cured meats. You can also faintly smell like some sort of a, a deep, thick scent of a stew somewhere nearby. Uh, and there's also a perfect, all of those smells are, are just an inch under this overwhelming scent of, of barley, many times brewed. There's this thick scent of ale um, that hangs over the whole place, sort of like all the other scents mixed in. And they're all sort of like, as, as wind comes by and mix in different drafts, you're getting different scents. But, so you guys smell a lot of food and mainly alcohol. But yeah, you're, you're in this place. And uh, the moment you open the door and all this floods into you, this big, burly human walks by. And he sort of like stumbles into you, Boz, like bumps into you and goes, <laughs> Sorry, friend. And he just slaps this huge callous mitt down onto your shoulder and you like bump back a bit and he goes, <laughs> And he pushes out the other door and stumbles out in the street. Makes it another six feet, vomits violently <laughs> into the street, oh my and stands gosh. up straight and goes, To a day of sailing! And turns and walks down the block. Some people's day starts at 6 a.m., and some people's day ends at 6 a.m. He makes it another 20 feet and collapses in the street. And sometimes <laughs> it, it, it all bleeds together. <laughs> um, I want to try everything, guys. Let's go in here. Yes. All the smells. I want to. I want to. I want every single one. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh! I have to meet the person on that keyboard. Oh my gosh! Or the piano, whatever. I gotta know. (laughs) Cue eighty synth music. Danny, Danny. Where are you guys going? What are you doing? So I'm. I'm going in there, and I'm just like. I'm gonna start dancing. I just. I'm gonna. I'm gonna dance till I'm hungry, and then I'm gonna eat. I'm already hungry. Um, <laughs> so you're going where? Um, I'm going to go with Greta, but I'm not going to dance just yet. I'm okay. going to dance like way too close to Craig, like trying to get him to like yeah. dance with me. Pause, <laughs> Are you, you circling me right now? Yeah. The, looks like I can get food at. So okay. I don't know if there's like a table with like a waitress or. Sure. Okay. Sure. Uh, do you sit down at a table or do you go to the bar? Because both are options. I sit, I go to the bar. Okay, okay. So, um, you guys, there's people moving all about. And Boz, as much as this is incredible, it's also sort of overwhelming. You've literally never seen as many people as you've seen since you got employed. I still have the Um, potato sack, by the way, just over my shoulder. You still have a a potato sack, a satchel, and then the the beehive. Yeah. So one's strapped over your shoulder, one's in your hands, and one's at your side. Um, uh, Kreta, you and Craig get down on this lower level. And, like, the moment your feet step down on the lower level, you can hear, like, you can feel it in the heels of your boots. Nice. Um, and uh, you just start grooving. And Craig, you are standing there still. <laughs> and Greta's just grooving around you and you are standing still. I find myself like, I notice my head is like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> start. Like in fact, stopping. make a charisma saving throw. A charisma saving throw. A charisma saving throw. Oh. Wow. Oh. Uh, what's your modifier? Um, it should be near strength. Charisma. Oh. I mean, knowing you, it's probably negative, but you know. <laughs> Charisma saving throw? Mm-hmm. Where? Oh, it's a plus one. Plus one. Okay, with a natural, well, with an unnatural 20. Your heavy boot is clomping along the beat and your head is knocking, but you do not start dancing. That kind of makes me sad, honestly. Well, you're not forced to. You can choose to, but you're okay. not forced to start dancing. Yeah, I think that while Craig um, doesn't know how to dance, and he's aware that he doesn't know how to dance, but he just feels it. And yeah. It's like something that he thought that you made the decision to dance, but there's something Aww. within For the first him. time in your life, you're yeah. feeling it. 
What is Craig's natural dancing awakening look um, like? His legs are just moving. His arms are like completely. <laughs> you start just, <laughs> you start pulling this like peanuts like like an like, Irish jig. Yeah. You start pulling like a uh, like a pig pen where you're like like from peanuts. Your arms aren't moving much, but your legs are just like kicking <laughs> a leg out, sort of stepping, crazy. and you're just like your arms are sort of staying in here, and you're just clomping your boots around. Uh-huh. And as all your gear moves, it's like this, and you're nice. stopping and back I, and forth. I reach out my hand and I just start spinning, Greta. <laughs> I'm, I'm just totally like, make a general dexterity check. <laughs> nah. Make a dex check, Craig. Oh, natural 20! Natural 20! That's your first like, 20 of the campaign. Oh, wait, can oh we do gosh. like flips and like spin dancing? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, can like, oh no. And, like, Craig picks you up. <laughs> Craig picks you up and like sort of tosses you. Nice. And then catches you. He, like oh, you're yeah. dancing and you're like, and then all of a sudden you're whoop and you're in the air. And you go nice. out of the air and he just oh, catches you and he starts spinning you around and you and Craig are having a time. Yeah. And as yeah. you guys are doing this, it's weird, but it's dope. And yeah. four of the groups around you break up and start making a circle around you going. <laughs> and as yeah. they all start like stomping and clapping the beat, the, the musicians like, like notice and then they change their key and their tempo and they start matching your all's pattern. Now there's nice. like this like and everybody's like to the rhythm and you guys are just going ham in the middle. So Craig, while uh, Craig has a spiritual awakening, uh, while as you walk across the room, I would like you to make a Christmas saving throw for me. Charisma. That is a six. Because it's you. And then my saving throw is plus one. So that's seven. Okay. Um, you are enjoying the music. But you're going to get food, and you get halfway across the room, and you start gently, like, moving. And you're enjoying the music, but, like, you didn't mean to dance, but you're dancing. Um, uh, but you're walking toward the bar. Uh, make an arcana check, because you're one of the group who would be slightly capable of doing this. Yes, yes, I would. You, you have a proficiency in arcana, don't you? I do. That is a 19. Nice. Plus, nice. plus three, so that's 22. Holy crap. I think that's your highest roll ever. Um, uh, this is an enchantment. Um, oh. The warm hearth is enchanted to fill one with a sense of merriment and dancing jovial joy. Um, uh, but so like you're capable of doing what you need to do. You just can't quit moving while you do it. Wait, this is but, an enchantment? Is it nefarious? It's fake. <gasps> well, fake news. Uh, first of all, <laughs> you haven't heard this. Okay. Um, and just... with that high of an arcana check, it doesn't feel nefarious at all. It feels like this place is set up for people who are so weary worn that they have trouble like even mm. enjoying a day. And so like <laughs> this place sort of like gets you across the threshold, so to speak. Um, but you make your way across the room and you get to the bar, like sort of like just sort of jiving in place. Yeah, this really weird <laughs> back and forth. And um, as you get to the bar, um, uh, you are met by, um, there's a number of barkeeps, but this, um, this woman, very tall, um, bald, with pale, pale ashen skin, covered in tattoos, head to toe. Um, and she's got these thick leather clothes all around the cuff at, at the wrist. And the only reason you know about the tattoos is because they go down her face, down her neck, disappear into the cloak, and emerge at the wrist and on the hands. Mm-hmm. And she has pale eyes, which barely have pupils in them. Um, and uh, I'd like you to make a nature check. I do see. Is it above... Seven. Wow. It's Go incredible. fish. It's like you're me. It's wild. Um, this is how I roll when I'm DMing in combat. It's crazy. I don't know what I did. Um, 
Thank you for taking my curse. I really appreciate it. I, I, I rebuke that. Um, <laughs> in the name of finally giving the other campaign a challenging fight, I want you to keep it. But Because um, <laughs> I keep pulling up CR like 17 monsters and then rolling eight ones in a row. But um, anyway, you don't know what race this woman is, but she she's probably got a foot and a half on you. Wow. She's, uh, her muscles like push against the leather of her cloak. She walks up and she says, um, uh, What will you be having, Giri? Uh, I want to try one of everything. And she sort of like leans forward and she gets this really jovial expression and she says, Well, I appreciate your enthusiasm, but one of everything is too much. We have probably 30 items on our menu. What would you like? Uh, what is, what are the smells? What is this? <laughs> I smell bread. And she sort of, she, she doesn't, she just leans back on the counter with confidence, places a big palm down, leans back and starts smelling with you and goes, That would be our famous Gaslanian soup. Honey bread, and I'm also getting some of our honey ale. Would you like all those? Yes, yes, I do. Absolutely. I spent twice of the bread, two of the bread. No, I want you to know the price that you're getting in for. Okay. You would be looking at overall probably two silver. Are you comfortable paying that much so early in the morning? Yes. Okay. Well, I'll be right back. And she just reaches a huge hand over, like ruffles your hair around, and turns around and walks back into the kitchen. Aww. And she disappears for a bit. Get her Mommy? number. Sorry. <laughs> What'd you Sorry. say? Get her number. <laughs> um, but Come you're just boss. sitting at the counter. I have my satchel open with all the gold in it. And <laughs> do you do that? No, no. Yeah, well, you said you do. Um, you pick up your satchel and you sort of <laughs> down on the counter. Yeah. And, you just, and you open it up and you look in and all three people next to you go. And like like three different heads start leaning in. They're all keeping <laughs> oh a distance, but they're all sort of looking into the satchel with you. I take out and they all lean back. I think I know that gold is more than silver at this point. You you have put together that gold is more than and silver. And it's probably worth more than two silver. So I take one. I take one gold and I close my satchel and I put it back on me. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of hold it in my hand and wait for her to come back. Aww. Okay. Um, there is a fellow to your right. Um, uh, he's got long, stringy hair. Um, kind of greasy. Um, uh, a face that's got like really good structure, um, really tight high cheekbones, but they pulled down in these long jowls, but he doesn't look that aged. It looks like he's really worn himself with life. He has this drooping chin, um, and he's got these teeth that are, are very straight, but all, all are very off color. And um, has these light blue eyes and little gray streaks in his hair, and he leans forward and he says, Hello, friend. Uh, what are you doing in city? Hey, I am uh, here for some looking for magic. Magic? Yes. That is incredible. I am a magical courier. You are? Yes. Oh no. I deal in magical business throughout the city. Oh my goodness. Yes. Can what, you sh- what are you looking for specifically? I'm looking for someone, and then I start speaking in Sylvan. Okay. And you get about two sentences, and he goes, Friend, no. I do not speak that tongue, but I can take you to people who know a great deal about magic. I don't think you're who I'm looking for then. Are you sure? I'm quite It's wasteful confident. to take such a fortuitous opportunity and not take advantage. I have some other um, uh, places that I need to go first. Do you come here often? All the time. <laughs> then if I, I know where to find you. Yes. Where will you be staying here? I'm not exactly, I'm not sure yet. Uh, uh, if you need anything, just say hello. All right. What's your name? Uh, Derry League. Derry, I am Boz. And he shakes your hand. It's kind of like clammy and cold. All right. Thank you. Thank yes, you very of course. much. Uh, and he just sort of like puts a hand on your shoulder. 
leans in and looks at the satchel a little bit and then turns around and steps off the stool and starts walking Ugh. like sort of wavering out of the bar. That sounds gross. Um, Greedy. Nasty hard smash cut back to the dance floor. You got <laughs> Craig. You're sweating. It's been a long time since you've burned this many calories. Yeah, and you're you are just spinning Greta back and forth. Greta, you're having the time of your life. You are Constitution check. Oh boy. Thirteen with Constitution. Well, saving throw technically. For what? Which for what? Constitution. So wait, oh. just uh, oh, right. fifteen. You're dizzy, but you're not yakking nice. yet. And Craig is just spinning <laughs> you back and forth. Nice. I have a question. Yeah, I have an answer. So um, I like avoided this enchantment because I, I got a natural 20. You did. So You chose I am, to dance. I so chose to dance. Completely in control of stopping at any point. Okay. So if Greta were to try to stop, could she? Um, I'm being flung Because both right of you now. all chose to dance, neither of you all fell into the enchantment. All right. Hey, not look at us. Not that you so, know or understand. If you don't want to be controlled by something, just if do it. If you can't beat him, join him. Yeah. No, please don't <laughs> listen to That is excellent D&D logic, and I'd like you to carry that through the rest of the game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll do. Oh, yeah. Um, but what are you guys doing? Okay. I'm just I'm grooving. I feel like Craig suddenly hurts his back. Just a tiny bit. <laughs> okay, yeah. You, you, like, go and you... Roll for back pain. Craig, odds or evens? <laughs> <laughs> odds. Um, okay, so you, you like, go to start throwing Greta up, and then you, like, feel like a, and you sort of put a hand on your back, and you put her down, and, um, <laughs> and a bunch of people in the party are, like, like, clapping, like, no, keep going, and then one person leans in and, like, understands what's going on, this older-looking fellow who clearly sees what happened, he sort of, like, takes your arm and helps you, like, start walking out, um, <laughs> and, uh, Greta, like, Craig starts, like, walking away with a hand on his back, do you keep dancing? Yeah, I'm kind of sad that I'm not, like, flying anymore, but I'm like, okay, this is fine. <laughs> Okay, you keep dancing. Three more people who've been on the side start joining in, yeah. and the whole circle collapses, and everybody starts dancing together. Nice. Yeah. Um, uh, Craig, you're pulled to the side, and um, it's it's uh, it's a human fellow. He's shorter and older, but he's got the warmest face. These these his like he's older, but all of the wrinkles are right here. Um, all from smiling and scrunching up his face, and he's got this long, thin gray hair and sort of long, uh, flowing wisps. And he just claps a hand on your shoulder, and he says, um, "My friend." have to be more careful. Go, take a seat. Oh, you are so nice. By the way, this, oh, I love people who are like that. And he just uh, pats you on the shoulder, and then he turns around, he walks back to the circle, he gets down on all fours, kicks out a leg, and starts what? just doing full breakdancing with you. Uh, just completely <laughs> breaking all expectations. Just starts breakdancing hard. Craig He's like, hey, be careful, and then he just like, yeah, just... busts out a sick move. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Craig is sitting down, Actually, can he try to get to the bar? Yeah. Oh, you can. Yeah, you're, you're nice. Okay. You okay. just felt like you shouldn't keep going. Yeah. Okay. So he goes and sits by Boz. Is there an open seat? Yeah. Okay. Well, now that that smarmy fellow has left, who the you did not see. smarmy fellow. Uh, thank you. I love that word. Um, you like, you climb up and you get up on one of the stools next to Boz and Boz is sitting there um, with two hands clasped at the bar. Hey, did you see me going? Oh my <laughs> gosh. They love me out there. Sure. Um, did you see? I did not see. Did I was you? too busy at the bar. Um, oh. So is it good? Did you have fun? Yeah. That's great. It's whatever. What happened? I just like completely danced and you... everyone loved me and Greta. I'm I'm going to take this around <laughs> As tomorrow. you say this, Boz is at the bar next to you going, just Yeah, I'm kind of feeling it too. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I, something yeah. about that tune. It's just, it's really good. So Yeah. 
I really, how are you not dancing, to be honest? I don't know how the beat is so infectious. I don't know. I I wasn't like feeling it at first. And then I was like really feeling Mm. it. And then I hurt my back. About this time, uh, the uh, Goliath woman, who you do not know is a Goliath, um, walks back out. And (laughs) she has has a plate full of steaming food. Okay. And has this golden bread, the, the ridges of which each have a slightly harsher brown hue, as if it was just freshly out of the oven. And it is steaming. And next to it, um, there is a bowl of soup, which also has steam off it. And her hand is so high up in the air, you can't see it yet. Um, and there's also uh, a tankard on, on the plate Ooh. as well. Um, and she has another plate in her hand full of the exact same thing. She just walks into the bar and poof, poof, lays them down in front of both of you, skids them to a stop, and she goes, I was willing to bet that your friends that you came in with would probably want some oh. as well. Yes. And uh, I, I hand her the, I just hand her the She takes the gold. Okay. And she like slips it into a pouch. She starts pulling out some other coins. And she pulls out like a couple silver and drops those in your hand. I don't, Wait, even, I don't count them. I just put them in my pocket. <laughs> oh, no. And, Why um, do you keep doing this? I reach into my potato sack and I pull out the, the bread from the ship. The good, like, yeah. and, I, and I compare it to. Bread <laughs> check. Bread check. Um, bread check. This bread looks even better. It looks wow. even better even than better. this bread. Guys, we're like on a oh bread journey. Oh my gosh. Oh my okay. God. We're getting better we have and a better bread. I'm the legend of bread, the name of our campaign. <laughs> can, we just, can we just joke? Uh, can we just like talk about the fact that Landon literally cannot have bread? <laughs> <laughs> so, so this, this is real fantasy role playing yeah. right here. So I take a bite of the bread. Tell us what that feels like, Landon. What does that feel it feels like, Landon? so warm. It feels like a hug. First, uh-huh. it crunches. Your teeth get to the edge of the bread, and it's sort of there's some resistance for a moment. You're like, oh no, it's stale. <gasps> and then you push through, and it just <sighs> as it breaks through. And then the moment your teeth are through, the whole thing tears off. Oh my gosh! It's like, and as it pulls away, steam comes out of it, and then a little bit of fluid comes out. What? Really? <laughs> on your tongue. Hello. And as you chew it in your mouth, there is honey, and there is butter inside of this bread as you chew. This is Craig. Eat this. At this moment in your life, this is literally the best thing you've ever tasted that's not magical. Craig. Craig. You need to try does this. Does not hesitate to take it you out. You pick up the loaf, same experience. Oh you are gosh. just mind below. <laughs> it is incredible. The flavors wash. It's just got this warmth to it. It is fresh out of the oven. Oh, I want to drink the soup and drink the egg. I just want to start just trying okay. things. You put the bread down, you pick up the soup in two hands, and you're just from the edge. The water meets your tongue completely, completely different uh, sensation. First of all, it's a broth. It's this thick broth, and it's very salty. And for just a moment, it also feels like kind of too salty. And then you get this secondary flavor that's got this like bitterness, but from a very different register. And uh, for just a moment, you feel like the two flavors aren't going to mix. And then you, and then like one of the vegetables pulls into your mouth. It's a vegetable you don't recognize at all. You don't recognize the, the flavor, but it's got this very like thick, heavy, starchy taste. You've never had a potato, but this is a potato. And, um, <laughs> and you start chewing them together. You're like, hmm, that's good. It's got a lot of flavor. And then um, you like, like the potato rolls over a tooth and you can taste some of the beef that was next to it. And it all starts mixing and it's this really dense heavy thick hearty flavor and that in immediate contrast with the bread you just had you just have like the opposite good flavors of taste and you're just sort of rolling your eyes you, you put the soup down and like almost like a, a near gluttonous moment you pick up the ale and you start bringing that to your to your to your lips it is ale it has the taste of barley but man it almost just tastes like honey and it's so sweet and thick and heavy but in like a warm way and it just tastes incredible 
why am I so hungry all of a sudden? Like, we literally know, just right? ate. <laughs> if you're listening to this, make sure you have, like, a snack beside you. Because yeah. This is and, Craig, like, you yeah. start eating the same. And it's just, first of all, um, that Yazlanian soup that she's talking about, you've had this. Oh, Sometimes yeah. sailors from Yazlan, the nation, just south to Biasta, would would bring this with them and cook it fresh like oh this. There must be a Yazlanian uh, citizen in the kitchen cooking this because it's too authentic. Hey, wait, can we note this so that we can like actually make it sometime? <gasps> what if we soup. actually make Wait, you mean in life? real world? Yeah. I have no idea how to do that. We can yeah. figure it out. Sure. I am not going to be drinking alcohol, obviously. Yeah. But let's make honey know. bread. Honey butter. <laughs> a Yalabrin cookbook, <laughs> first edition. <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, but so good. you're just eating the most incredible meal. Uh, Greta, fever, the heat. You are just <laughs> dancing. You're, you're jamming. You're starting to get kind of tired. Yeah. You're sweating a little bit. But you are having the time of your life. Yeah. These are your people. How did yeah. it take you long to find these people? Absolutely. The old dude busts up. Yes, he is, he is popping and locking next to you. Just Busting a move and everybody's going nuts. Do you continue dancing? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. That Greta's dancing. You should dance with the old man. Mm, And she hands us the food. I'm like, so how much is, can we stay here like overnight? Uh, yeah, well, so the Goliath woman, she's handed you the, uh, she's like stepped away for a moment to take care of a couple other individuals' drinks and then she steps back and she says, um, of course, sweetie, that is what this place is. You eat, you dance, you sleep. All in the same place. How much is how much is it to stay here um, for like uh, how, how many days. people stay in we a need room? To stay for three days. Three, pe- I'm sorry, three I'm people not here. for three days. Um, a disembodied voice makes you feel like you should ask about <laughs> three for three days. I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I'll start enforcing it in the future, but everybody's new. Um, and she goes, uh, three people, three days, two silver for per person per day. So six. Eighteen silver. Eighteen so, silver. Uh, a gold and eight silver. A gold and silver. Yes. Okay. And you all are starting to realize, well, but you have context for money. Boz, you're starting to realize how much money you guys have. Just how much money was in that random cave. You have a pretty good love son of, sum of money. Okay. Um, so wait, she, 17 she, silver. 18, is, should 18 we, silver. Should we ask Greta if we want? I look at Greta and she is just... You turn around. Well, no, you can't see Greta. Okay. You can see a massive shoulders moving around and what you assume must be Greta somewhere in there. Because she's too short and too in the heart of the thing. Okay, so I'm like, okay, Greta's obviously having a good time here. Probably it's okay if we sleep here. It seems nice. Doesn't seem, it smells really good. Oh, it's so good. That great. soup was delicious. Oh, I can't wait to, yeah. After having that disgusting food on the boat for so long, I am very happy right now. Yeah, well, I think we'll do it. We'll, we'll stay. Of course. We'll stay. Our prices are not high. But we get our money from repeat customers. And she just reaches out and pinches your cheek really quick. Um, but like not in it, like in a very endearing, genuine way, just gives you like a little pinch on the cheek. And then uh, she like disappears for a bit. Um, and she comes back with, uh, with a key and she lays it down. And she has like a piece of paper on a ledger and she pulls out a quill and she starts writing and she says, um, who is the reservation under? Ba- my name? Yes. Boz. Boz. She starts writing out. And you, sir. Craig. Why did I say an accent? I don't know. Great. He's fine. <laughs> yes. It's infectious, isn't it? She uh, winks at you. It is. I'm uh, kind of scared. Who is your third? Uh, Greta. Greta. Lovely name. Sounds Zillion, doesn't it? Yes. All right. And three days. And she makes a little note below that. And she uh, and she writes down the amount that you guys pay. And she holds out a massive palm. Her hand is about like that big across. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's huge. She holds out a palm. For payment. I, um... 
I give her a high five. No, I'm just I'm, I'm, I'm reaching into my satchel no. and I, I take out one gold because that makes sense. Yeah. And then how much of the silver did she say? She was so she said one gold and eight silver. Eight silver. And I have eight, eight from when You have four silver that she gave back. Okay. Um okay. Uh I don't have change. Is that is that all right? I have I just two gold. I can always yes. And okay, she takes so the, two gold. the two gold. She puts on a satchel, she pulls out another uh, another Two silver and palms it back to you. Okay. Drops it in your hand. I'm they like, just look tiny in her huge fingers. I don't know if this is the right... I just put it back in close. Yeah, yeah. Because now I'm like, like scared. And also, you're not separating the silver and the gold, so they're just all in there together. Oh, yeah. They're Those all... silvers are gone. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Craig is infatuated. Not like attracted, but just yeah. like, you are the nicest person I've ever met. And um, he just has his like, head <laughs> in his hands and his like, elbows on the counter. He's looking up at her. And he goes... Are you happy? She turns around and she she winks and she says, I've not met my husband. I'm very happy. And uh, she pinches your cheek one more time and she leans and she says, Do not worry, Dwarf fellow. Many people have deceived you. And uh, she like just like, sort of zips up the bag and turns around and starts walking back to Wait, the kitchen. Did she just reject me? <laughs> oh, just, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. This happens all the time. Uh, About eight seconds happen? later. Um, <laughs> Coming from the other end, in a cooking apron, there's like like a seven foot tall man who has to be the single buffest figure you've ever seen in your life, who looks very ethnically similar to that woman, very large, pale skin, broad, strong features. Um, and he's carrying this huge like like pot of soup. And as it comes by, you guys, it's, the smell is overwhelmingly good. And uh, he's just whistling a tune and goes to the other side of the kitchen. Oh, that's your brother. Okay. What a man. <laughs> that's that's inspiration. Check inspiration on your sheet. That's inspiration. I already have it. Not, okay, nice. Dang nice. it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that makes uh, me her brother. Greta, still dancing? Yeah. Okay. All right, sure. Um, Craig, you and you and Boz, you finish up your food, which is incredible. You have a key. Let's go to the room. Yeah, well, we should we should. I don't know where Greta it is, but I think we should go there. Where we are. I go down to the mosh pit of people. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's it's starting to thin a little. Okay. Um, and people are all getting tired and going and sitting down and eating. It's and other insane. people uh, people are leaving and people are coming. So I go and I search for Greta. And uh, do I, I find her, right? Yeah. Okay. You start pushing your way in the middle and there she is. Well, she's short, so I don't know. Um, you're getting pretty tired. Okay. <laughs> you're getting pretty sweaty, but you are still grooving. Okay, okay so I go up to Greta and over the loud noise. I'm like, I'm like, hi, Craig. Really loud. Hi, Greta. Hi, Craig. Hi, Greta. Hey, hey. we got a room you here. Did? Yeah, do we're going to stay here? here tonight. Huh? Do they have fish here? Huh? Do they have fish here? Fish? Yeah. <laughs> I think people, I think people have fish. Okay, I'm going to go buy I'm gonna one. I'm going to go to the room. Where's Boz? I need the money. Well, we're going to go to the room. Actually, how much do you think a fish would cost? I don't know. You could ask them. Okay, I'll go. Do you, uh... Why do you need a fish? I'm hungry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh okay. All right. What? What are they selling? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Craig's like giving Greta a thumbs up and just, like, yeah, I don't really know what you're saying, but okay. So then he goes to um, Boz and joins okay. him. All right, so you guys are back at the bar. Do you go to the bar? Too? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna find Boz and ask for money to buy a fish. Okay, so you stumble out of the crowd, exhausted and tired, but very happy. Mm -hmm. And you go and find Boz, who's also standing at the bar. Greta, this bread. <gasps> Take it. 
Can I have, There's can still I a little a, bit left off of what Can you I have some money, please? How much? Fish. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's inspiration. <laughs> Um, do I, uh, I, I cannot raise my hand towards the bar because I don't know her name and I don't miss Well, so she's disappeared for a bit back into the kitchen and now another figure walks out. Um, uh, there's, uh, you hear them and you do not see them. And after a moment there's like a... And then like head just barely coming up above the edge, there's a very old dwarf, or a gnomish woman who sort of like rests her chin up on the counter and says, um, can we have a really good fish? All of our fish are good. Well, okay. Um, I gotcha. I gotcha. Okay. A fish. How a much is that? One. How much is a fish? Oh, fish should be... Um, a blue one. A blue fish. <laughs> Sally, we don't have a blue fish. We have uh, different kinds of fish. What color fish is okay? Are silver scale scallions of these? Yeah. They like the silver scale scallions. Is that a fish? Like a it's traditional a fish. fish, not like a scallion? It is a fish. Confusing name, I know. Okay. But it's a fish. Okay, fish. From the waters around here. Fish. But the city's famous for. Fish for sure. Fish for sure. And bread. Fish and bread. And something very, very strong. Which kind of bread do you want? We've got our honey bread. We've got our bitter bread. We've got our breakfast bread. We've got our dessert bread. Dessert Joe. bread. And something very strong. Okay. I gotta be honest. The dessert bread. It's expensive. Still want it. Five silver. I'll just take the honey bread. All right, no problem. Mm-hmm. And the fish is going to be another four. Okay. Is that six total? What do you want for the drink? Something very strong. Mm-hmm. Very strong. All right. What do you, what's your price range? Strong and cheap? Yep. I've got you. And she sort of reaches around the corner with a thin, long arm, a little bit of skin hanging down at the edge. She just sort of grabs her hand and squeezes it and shakes it and pats okay. it in a second. She okay. goes, all right, back to you. She okay. winks and then she sort of like, her head hops down and you can hear her feet and you can't see her. Okay. Okay, I open my satchel again, and I hand a gold to 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 Greta. I, I take it. You eat it. <laughs> that was actually my chocolate gold that I. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, you bite into it. It is definitely gold. Okay, cool. I close my satchel. Again. <laughs> I'm very nervous. I want. I would figure at the bar, sort of like this, this, uh, this older fellow. Um, well. He looks really old, and then you look at him, you study his face for a second. Now, he's younger, but life has been hard. <laughs> and he's completely bald in the middle, with a lot of hair on the sides. And there's there's this really patchy, awful beard on the edges, and then the fullest goatee you've ever seen in your life. He sort of leans over, and he goes, everyone, huh? And he just sort of, like, <laughs> disappears in between benches and falls on the floor and goes, Oh, no. Oh, no. But otherwise. I'm going to, like, close his eyes like I'm closing a dead person's eyes. Him. Okay. No, I'm not going to do that. Just you sound like, asleep. Turn him over. Yeah. Okay. Um, Where do you two go? I want to go to the room. I'm waiting outside of the door of the room. Well, I thought Boz was with me, but he was not. Uh, where do you go? Does the, the key have a number on it? Of, like, he does have a number on it. You haven't looked at it. So oh, I thought that we collectively had, like... You were handed one metal key. Oh, okay. So I'm but waiting for you. Can have walked up the stairs if you want. Yeah, I'm walked. I've walked up the stairs, and then I've realized the conundrum I put myself in. Yes. Of oh my gosh, where is my room and where is Boz? And I'm sitting up there, and I and I'm waiting for Boz. Okay, at the top room. of the stairwell. Yeah. Boz, do you go up the stairs? Yeah, I go up the stairs. Do I walk up the stairs? Top of the stairs. There's a dwarf standing there. Um, <laughs> there's a dwarf standing there. About thirty feet down the hallway, there's a couple 
violently making out against the wall. Oh, oh. again? Uh, and otherwise, <laughs> yep. Dude. Uh, and otherwise, just a whole, just a whole like lines of rooms, and they wrap around a hallway and go a different direction. Um, and the number on your key is thirteen. Oh, 13. And oh, uh, to no. your left, there's a room number that says uh, 22. On your right, there's a room number that says 1. Okay. Where are we sleeping? I just keep walking down the hallway. Start walking down the hallway. Okay. Start looking at the ones on the right. Two. Or, uh, like, it goes two, three, four, five. You have to get, a, like, around eight. You have to walk around that couple. You turn a corner. You go around the next angle. And finally, you get to a 13. Okay. Craig makes a judgmental comment to others. What does he say to the people? No, not to them. <laughs> but under his breath, okay, youngins you nowadays so gross. Okay. Not waiting. Uh. Not waiting. <laughs> <laughs> two kids. <laughs> oh no! One of uh uh one of the two, an elf, sort of like pushes the other one off for a second oh and gosh. leans in and goes, "Kanefadwe," and then leans back up against the wall and pulls the other person back. I know what that. What do they say? Uh, no, you don't speak Continuum. Oh, I thought it was Elvin. Thank well, you're pretty sure you just got cursed at him. <laughs> um, <laughs> nice. Otherwise, you guys reach room 13, and you try your key in the door, and it... Oh, it opens. You, you sort of uh, you turn it and open it in, and there are um, uh, there are two beds, uh, very large, and they have wooden pillars that, that connect up to uh, toppers, and they're this very, this very warm, but nice red silk. Um, that comes down into this like gold gilding. It's probably not real gold, but it's stained a wonderful color. And then on these deep, uh, deeply worn and twisted um, wooden feet, and there's these slatted wood floors and a dresser on one side and a window that looks right back onto another building. What was the point of that window? But the window's there. Um, and uh, it's just a nice room. A couple candles on sconces in each angle. I like this place. This is a good. This is a good place. Is yeah. there a fireplace or a? There's local? not a fireplace. Okay. Oh, I don't like it as much as I did. <laughs> There's not a fireplace in your two silver room. <laughs> <laughs> well, I um, I I jump onto the bed, like laying Aww. down, like crashing onto it. I let it's the nice bags fall off my shoulders onto the floor yeah, next to me, and I'm just kind of like laying there, with, like my arms spread open and my head on the pillow, like. The beach rooms next to you just sitting on the bed. It just really is. The, the floor isn't moving or rocking, but it feels like I am yeah. after Aww. being at sea for so long. You still have that, that like, sea latency. Oh, yeah. yeah. But oh, it's nice because yeah. the bed's not moving. It's very soft. It's not moving, and it's not a cot. So. It's not a cot. Yeah. <laughs> Craig, do you do anything in particular? Huh? you do anything in particular? Craig is, I don't know, just kind of walking around looking underneath the bed, trying to inspect things, see if anyone left anything that he could take Maybe for himself. Can I? <laughs> Love that. Actually, first of all, Craig, odds or evens? Uh, I'd say odds. Mm. Twelve. Oh, Wait, I don't at all. I mean, you can roll. But you already know what it's anything? gonna be. Go ahead, roll. You don't find anything. <laughs> if you rolled a natural twenty, you know not so found anything. Really? Yeah, because it was just a chance if you found anything. I think that's like the second three I've rolled this it session. Is. And three is my favorite number, but not in this scenario. <laughs> anyway, uh, back at the bar, uh, Greta, you're sort of waiting there for a second, barely sort of like getting up to the bar. Mm-hmm. Like you have to kind of rest your shoulders up onto it. Um, the wood, the edge of the bar is vi- like, you can tell where it's it's a squared cornered piece of wood mm-hmm. and the top is just worn so far mm-hmm. down from elbows and arms that like there's no corner left to it. And you can see because there's some brief sections in between areas of stools, there's still some corner <laughs> Um, but as you're leaning over, finally there's like a, and eventually, um, like a, 
as a plate gets pushed across to you and has steaming fish on one side, this incredible bread on another, and um, and then that little gnomish head pops up. Yeah, yeah, I did. And I did not find that magic. And she pulls up this bottle, um, okay. this thick, heavy bottle, and she's sort of with two arms up on the counter, sort of across to you, and um, it's the glass is all brown. Um, and there's a liquid, just about that much left of it in the uh-huh. bottom, sort of like in the bottom as it's rested. There's a brown label that's almost completely worn. And on the front, um, there is a hand uh, with like like a drawing mm-hmm. of a hand um, with a with a um, a um, tankard, mm-hmm. smashing the tankard into someone's head. And the oh. head is being knocked to the side. It's kind of a crude drawing, but it's on the front. And uh, what languages do you speak? Uh, primordial, common, and gnomish. I'll learn all these in the future. Okay. Um, but in a language that you do not speak, it looks kind of runic. On the top, there's some okay. sort of a title and some sort of a label to it. Okay. And she uh, she just, as she heads up, she says, Now, are you going for the bottle or just for a single drink of it? I have one gold. You'll be going for a single drink. Okay. She winks and she pulls out this little uh, this little tiny shot glass that's very dirty. Well, not dirty, glass? but worn. Uh no, uh, a normal just a shot glass. So for you, kind of like a mug. Okay. And she pulls it and yep. sets it up on the on the counter, and she pulls the bottle down and 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 then gets it back on. She slides it back to on the counter. And she slides the ring across to you. She holds out her palm. Drop the gold. When you guys handle it, it's like handling like one of those those decorative like like two inch wide golden like whatever gets advertised to sixty five year old coins, and you drop it in her hand, and she goes, "Hink, have a wonderful day." You too. She just nods and she gets back off the counter. She took okay. the whole gold? In front of you. She took the whole gold. Wow. I'm sorry, guys. Everything, well, Greta believes that everything she ordered came out to a gold. Okay. Because she, she got whatever this drink was. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Uh, Greta, your food is there. Okay. okay. I'm going to gobble up my food. Okay. Well, the actually, bread. I'm going to take a few bites of everything and then I'm going to make it into a sandwich. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm going to make the um, leftovers. Well, you get the bread in your mouth and... Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> It's how what? It mm, it's so sweet but buttery but but savory. And then you're like sort of halfway through chewing that bite and you're like, oh, oh god, the fish can't be that. I'm getting my, Oh, why is the fish so good? It's so fresh. And it it's fish. You can see it, it's fish, but it almost starts to taste like something else too. Okay. It's incredible flavor and there's butter in that too and butter salt in the fish. and squeeze like like they've they've buttered the fish and they're squeezed <laughs> lime so you're getting all these different flavors it's just, and just getting mouthful mouthful you open up the bread you can see honey and and butter inside of it you take the fish you cram it and you put it yeah. together you put it in your mouth how is it better but it's better and you're taking bites you're just like oh this is amazing nice um nice yeah you're eating an incredible meal okay and then i'm gonna drink the whole thing of whatever is in the oh, glass. Okay. Oh no! It, you take oh, no. it's a, you take a shot. Except the shot that you're taking is just a mug. Mm-hmm. So you kind of take like five shots at once. Okay. And I would like you to definitely make me a Constitution saving throw because no. you said strong and cheap. It's a natural twenty. How? Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> There's been like three you're natural lost. twenties and five this is, natural this is your, ones. I think this is your third natural twenty of the evening. <laughs> it's all been for oh really. Oh my god! I have a character like this friend. in my other campaign. I have a, I I think her like campaign average is like a sixteen nice. in rolls. Nice, nice, nice. Cool. Um, no, it's, it's great. So you you uh, so you you throw the liquid back. Oh. <coughs> <coughs> It, it was pretty good. <coughs> <coughs> just up there at the counter, just like, 
And after you're done coughing, you... <laughs> Whoa. You are... Warm? Oh, that's warm. Oh my goodness, this place smells so good. What are you doing? Greta. Your name's Greta. Oh, that sandwich is good. And you sort of lean forward with your hands, you take a bite. And the longer you're sitting there, man, you're just getting warmer and warmer. And... Yeah, that's good. That's good. Turn back around to the hand, dance floor. Whoop, dance floor moved. No, there it is. And you just take a bite and you just, <laughs> you feel good. You feel really good. Okay. And you're nomming on a good sandwich. Okay. Yep. Once I finish my food, I want to go try and find my friends. Okay. Um. <laughs> oh, no. Dexterity check. Are you going to find them? Or are you going to find them? Or acrobatics check. There so go. that's a six. <laughs> <laughs> so eight. Okay. <laughs> and you just you get off your stool, you take a step, you step off the stool. The problem is the stool is a foot higher than okay. you are, and in, in standing gait. So you just sort of <laughs> face plant on, on the floor. You sort of hit your head. <laughs> ah, you take a point of bludgeoning. <laughs> and you lift your head off the floor, and you're just, it's sort of like ringing and swimming. And you look up, and that guy earlier who looked at Boz's uh, bag of gold is face down on the floor next to you, just. Nice. And you sort of peel yourself off of the floor. Okay. You're good. You're good. Okay. Okay, now all you have to do is go find Fred's room. Okay. It's gotta be Rob's stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you sort of like uh make a make a general dexterity check. <laughs> <laughs> You're mortal now! Uh, what was it? That's amazing. She drank the drink and now she's rolling all sixes. <laughs> <laughs> so that was an eight as well. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, you're walking. Yeah. You're. It's kind of like you're dancing still. Nice. You like have a slight wobble. You catch yourself on a stool. Okay. This place is amazing. This place is the best bar. Why do you. Why do they have this in Zillium? Yeah. I don't know. You stare toward the stairs. Mm-hmm. Halfway up the stairs. You have to get yourself on the railing. Because mm-hmm. you almost yes. fall backwards. Stairs are But you have it. You thing. are good. You're fine. Yeah. Start walking away further up the stairs. No, this stair almost got you, but it, you're you're good. Make it to the end of the stallway. There's a stall. A stall. Where is I'm just gonna scream. I'm gonna scream. Craig! Okay, it's just this. Craig! In the hall, make a performance check. Make a I guess. loud check. Yeah. Is that a five? five. Yep. Is that a five? All we had to do was get her drunk and she became mortal. That's incredible. That's a nine, though. Mm-hmm. Craig! Oh, this has a funny name. Yeah, not a lot of volume comes out. It just kind of trails off at the end. Okay. Uh, you guys do don't I, hear anything? Do I hear? <laughs> nope. Can You're I have Boz's name? Sure. Boz! Boz! You like the name Boz. Okay. okay. Doesn't really get out. <laughs> okay. You're standing in a hallway, okay. inebriated, happy, and lost. Okay. What are you doing? I'm going to walk down the hallway. You're walking down the hallway. Yep. You walk, walk. Eventually, the hallway comes Is there comes anyone to in the hallway? Um, No. Okay. Not anyone in the hallway. No one in the hallway. <laughs> the couple has moved. The couple is gone. I'm just walking it's down the hall. hall. I'm just going to start you walking up and down the hallway. All the way down, down the, the hallway. hallway. Takes a right. Screaming Craig. Okay. Make another performance check. It is a damage. Oh, okay. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Five. So another nine. Yep. Craig. <laughs> Craig. <laughs> I love that the, that the person she's calling for in her moment of Terror is Craig Dunley. Craig Dunley. What's your passive perception, Craig Dunley? Uh, wait, I just had. What, see, I lose things so easily. Perception 14. Okay. That is high enough. 
You can hear from out in the hallway, Craig. <laughs> Craig. Craig is like just gets She's up. up bed. He's up. Also, you were laying in bed in your armor, comfortable, but not that comfortable. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> but you're out of bed. He is out of the door. He knows that's Greta, and that <laughs> the door's open. Craig bursts into the hallway. Your friend's behind you suddenly. Greta, can you like describe? How, are you like? Like, is she falling? Describe your character. No. Okay, so she is not... I'm just... Greta is not the dude in the streets falling over unconscious, but okay. Greta got... Greta got weirdly hammered very fast. So, can I describe what I'm doing? Oh, absolutely. Okay, so I'm walking around, and I'm kind of, like, half walking, half crawling, just because I like to crawl. <laughs> and I'm chewing... I'm, just the I'm chewing on a piece of my hair. And I'm like... I'm kind of, I got kind of distracted because there's oh like something gosh. in my hair that like is tasting really like, Good. no, just like really different. And it's kind of like reminding me of something. So in my mind, I'm like, I'm like so caught up in like, like the floor <laughs> the and what hair. I'm doing. And I'm forgetting that I was calling Craig for a minute. And then I see you and I'm like, and I like, I'm like so excited that I almost like and I'm really, really happy to see you. Uh, she pulls a strand of hair out of her mouth. There's some dirt on her teeth. Uh, you can see Greta standing there smiling at you. Craig runs to Greta and like... You run two you're... feet away. There's Greta. <laughs> I, think I, I think you're playing tag and I'm like doing this like... I'm like getting ready. Right. Dexterity saving throw. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's not bad. That's not there bad. There it is. So... What is it? 16. You guys got a thousand feet into a town. And one of you got hammered. <laughs> um, you like, like, Craig, you run up to her two feet. She like does this weird dodge thing, trips, falls, catches herself on a wall, and then writes herself. Yeah. She's smiling at you. And I'm like dancing and like weaving. It's and I'm 6 thinking, a.m. Like, right now. It is, it is 6.30. You guys are the definition of day drinking. You're not quite day drinking right now. <laughs> oh my gosh. Craig, um, Craig. Craig, he's already there. Where are we sleeping? But, um, Greta, remember when we were like, Dancing on the floor yeah, over there. Vaguely. Here, give me your hand. Let me um Yes, and I okay. I'm gonna jump into your arms. Oh no, I have a wife. <laughs> <laughs> you said you're your inspiration? Yeah, okay. Yeah, never this is the third I... time. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta start so using that. One. I take Greta and I kinda like put her arm around my shoulder yeah. and I'm like helping her. It's so get... easy. She's light and also <laughs> Like not motor functioning well, so you can yeah. you can ragdoll her really easily. So, but I'm still like I don't want to make her uninterested because I know how interested she can get into something else really <laughs> fast. Of like, oh, you're just walking? No, I want to <laughs> go look at this thing. So I'm like telling her like we're dancing and like kind okay. of like dancing. You're swaying with her. back and forth on Craig's back. Yeah. Wow, yeah. this high armor is so uncomfortable. <laughs> you're on his back. I go back to the room. Okay. Yeah. You waltz into the room with Greta. Yeah. I'm in the room with Greta on your back. Yeah. Boz, you look over. I'm like, uh, Craig is kind of wearing Greta like a coat. <laughs> Greta's like draped over his back. Or like a cape, just sort of gently swinging on his back. Is there a way to sober people up? Or are we going to have to wait there is, eight hours? There is, and I don't think you have any of those spells. Do you have any of the restoration spells? I have Healing Word and Goodberry. You cannot sober people. Can I roll Arcana check? Is there a way I can? Are you proficient in Arcana? Oh man, am I not? No, I got a negative one. I she said, oh man, am I You don't even know what Arcana is. Uh, <laughs> man, 
Because you said that they got drunk way too fast. Like, not way too fast, but Whatever Greta really had fast. was strong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I didn't drink the Greta, whole bottle. Greta got sure. I would have been dead if you drank the whole bottle. You might have gotten alcohol. You got the thing that nobody asks for, is what you got. <gasps> oh my gosh. And you just. You said strong and cheap, and one gnome to another. She thought you had it. Anyway. You have it. You have it. You have it. <laughs> um, okay. Um, yes, all three of you are in the room at seven a.m. <laughs> all right. So let's hunker down until you're sober. I'm not gonna do anything. Like I'm ready. We gotta. We can't talk to those nice dwarf yet, but we can still see the town. I say we wait for just a little bit. Maybe take a nap. You know, somewhere that's not on the sea. Is that okay? Nap. Yeah, like we all go to sleep. Like just lay on the I bed. Say lay on one of beds. My There's back is still kind of sore from dancing. Yeah, I'm kind of tired oh, too. Old man. Greta, that's mean. Craig, it's okay. It's Even okay. for She's... someone who's not completely. I am here. Um... I am. I start patting the ground. Yeah, you just start patting the floor. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna. Ah! I'm gonna pick up. Greta. It's. She. How much do you weigh? I don't know. So what do you weigh? Like forty pounds. Yeah. Maybe. It's like picking up a small child. Very easy. I'm gonna lay her. She's just kind of like, <laughs> like, like a ragdoll cat in your hands, completely limp. Aww. I'm gonna lay her on the bed, and um, just kind of like set her there. And I just hope that when her head hits the pillow, you're still like wearing it... your scale armor, right? <laughs> okay. I'm not doing. I'm not doing anything. I'm gonna make that. a weak no, attempt. Yeah. To, I'm gonna make a weak attempt to take it off, but then I think make, I like fall asleep. Make before. a strength check. Eleven. You can get the armor off if you'd like to. Can I just fall asleep before that happens? Okay, so I'm like, oh, and then I, I yeah, get it. She gets half through it. She has buckling and pocketing. Yep. Let's take a. Red is out. I because um, you have two spells missing. I do, right? I do have. I have one spell missing. Yeah. Because I, I did cast Goodberry, but I did that when there were two days left in our journey. And I assumed that we slept. You did. During that time. Yeah, you can totally have that back. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, if we want to just like rest here, it's eight hours. For a long rest? DM, is it eight hours for it's long It's eight rest? hours for long rest, one hour for short rest. And it's 7 a.m. right now, so that would be three o'clock. You can, you can long rest if you'd like that. That'd be fine. Absolutely. Yeah, do you yeah. want to just long rest real quick in our room? Yes, then... I'm not here, but... Oh, yeah. Um, okay, everybody goes for a good night's sleep at 7 a.m. Uh, uh, does everyone go to sleep? Do you want yeah. to share? Share. The bed? Oh, that's kind you of You got way too close to the mic. There's only. Said, the bed? <laughs> Craig, do you want to share the bed? <laughs> the bed. Whoa, hold on. Hold on. I'm just thinking, I don't want to sleep on the floor, and you probably don't want to sleep on the floor. Craig wants to sleep in the bathroom. Okay. Um, is brush. there a bathroom? Uh, Are you wearing Craig, socks? Craig, you do see a third, uh, another door in the room. You go over, you look inside, and there is a bathroom. Okay. Are there uh, rugs or like any kind of boy? <laughs> are there rugs? <laughs> no, Craig. There are not rugs in the bathroom. <laughs> um, there is a large wooden basin full of water. Oh. Um, so a bathtub, which is a pretty big luxury in these. And it's already filled with water. It's already filled with water. And um, there is a latrine. Uh, it's not porcelain, it's wooden, but there's oh, okay. a toilet. Um, 
He sleeps in the bathroom. Okay. okay. Interesting. In the water? <laughs> down on the bathroom floor? Why the, the bathroom? Here? I don't know. It's, it's like a cave. Like okay. Disrobe, disrobe your cool. armor, take everything off. Boz, there's a whole free bed. Oh, that's mine. There's a, there's a gnome taking up like like this much of a whole bed <laughs> and then a whole other bed that you lay down on. Take your armor off. I feel like I'm normally curled up, but now I'm just absolutely sprawled oh, out. Sprawl. Yeah. yeah, I lay on the bed, I take off my armor, and I go to sleep. Okay. I wonder what happens. Not in that order. Greta. Constitution <laughs> saving throw. Yay. I... Yay. Yeah. Yay. What did you get? I got a six. Odds or evens? Evens. Actually, odds. Sorry. It's a natural 20. Um, oh my god. You are sound asleep. And you like sit up really quick and you you are going to barf now. Okay. Um, oh no. And you pick a, you, you start to get up and you come to a, cert, a sudden moment of lucidity and you're like, oh, you can't throw about here. Yeah. A bathroom. You have to it's get to really. a bathroom. Oh, you round no. the corner. You get to the door, but you lose all control. <laughs> <laughs> Have you just gone to sleep and just Greta stumbles into the room and throws up all over you? Granted, fresh I, honey bread, wonderful, I, I, wonderful skillion scallions fish, and uh, uh, a little bit of fluid. It's, I mean, it's is gnome size vomit. It's gnome size. You, yeah. you feel better? I do. You walk right back to the bed. You go back to sleep. Okay. Craig, you have. Craig has to resist the urge to strangle Greta. Um, you just have- He contemplates it for like a good two minutes, just sitting on the bathroom floor, covered in and throw up. Um, but he he jumps into the bathtub. And okay, you disrobe washing. everything. Yeah. Yeah, you, you take a bath. Yeah. Probably for the better I anyway. fall asleep in the bath. <laughs> okay. Um, so you fall asleep naked in the bathtub. <laughs> no! Okay. Eight hours pass. Um, uh, Buzz, you wake up in your bed, freshly oh rested. My gosh. I feel like you should probably take a bath, but you're feeling pretty no! good. Um, Craig, uh, you turn around, you can see Greta. She's like, she's face down, oh but also gosh. spread eagle on the bed. Um, uh, uh, you can hear heavy snoring from the bathroom where Craig might be. Craig, you wake up and you like sort of wake up and you feel nice. So you feel kind of cold. Um, then you realize you're in water and you are a raisin. Um, <laughs> and your clothes to your left smell very ripe. Because um, oh you did not gosh. clean them before you fell asleep. And Greta, there's a sound. Uh, a sound of a shuffling. Uh, a movement to your left. But as as Boz sits up and puts oh his feet gosh. down on the floor, instead of sounding like, it sounds like, and you sort of sit up and like a faint whining and your head is pounding you feel terrible and i'd like you to take a point of exhaustion because not only are you hammered but you also slept in your armor um so you have a point of exhaustion what does that mean what does that mean uh so exhaustion is actually it's in the player's handbook you're right i need to buy you one of those um but uh so exhaustion is um uh, well, it is exactly what it sounds like. It is exhaustion. And for every point that you gain, there's a different effect. It's in the very back. So why don't you read exhaustion out for us? So level one of exhaustion means that you have disadvantage on ability checks. Why don't you read the other points of exhaustion? So two points of exhaustion means your speed is halved. Three points means you have disadvantage on attack rolls and saving throws. As well, And they, they, they stack, so you get all of them. 
four points means your hit point maximum is halved. Five is that your speed is reduced to zero. Oh, gosh. And six is just simply death. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so death you're very a long way for that. Yeah. And exhaustion is solved by getting eight hours of sleep. I just got eight hours of sleep. Yep, but you slept in armor and hammered. So you are definitely exhausted. Okay. There's not restful sleep. You know, I keep getting, like, direct, like, tangible number consequences for my actions. You really do. I don't. Stop. I think that trying to teach you something about consequences. <laughs> um, Craig, you are naked and awake in a bathroom. All right. So, here's consequences. The <laughs> Craig, here's that going in his mind. I actually, the last, uh, the, the first session that we recorded for the campaign, the title was Tangible Consequences. <laughs> really? And one of the characters almost got beaten to death by a giant metal. <laughs> I, I listened to that. Yeah, it was yeah. very entertaining. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, so the first thing I do... I closed the door. Do you? I'm don't sorry. you have to Do you get care out if I plug that podcast here? Is that rude? Or... No, 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 of course not. not. Go listen to the Away From Table podcast on Spotify. It's great. Please, we only have one episode, but there'll be more. Okay, what Fun are you saying, Craig? Fun fact, that podcast happens in the exact same world that this one does. Yeah. Yes. And it hasn't happened yet, but Zach has mentioned that huge world-changing events in either podcast affect the world as a whole and therefore have consequences, I guess, in each campaign. Yes. So, yeah. so that they are set in the same world, um, and they're very similar time frames. Their campaign is currently a level ten campaign, but uh, yeah, yeah, we're um, level two. So yes, yeah. I was listening uh, to that, and it said he took like thirty four points of damage. I was like, huh, huh. is that? I, I didn't know you could have that much yes. points. Yes. <laughs> uh, the one thing I will say for you guys specifically, um, there are possible spoilers in that campaign for stuff, so you can totally oh. listen to it. Um, and honestly, I think what will happen is, like, I think you'll hear stuff and be like, I have no idea what that means. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, maybe at, like, level 10 for you guys, all of a sudden you'll go, like, oh, wait. So, just, you know. Uh, yeah, don't remember anything. Discretion advised. <laughs> or maybe, like, ask me about which sessions, I guess, I can tell you. Okay. Also, just for listeners. I'm so, I really got us off track here. I'm sorry. Just for listeners, that podcast is a bit more PG-13. Um, so, uh, Our podcast know. isn't PG-13? Anyway. I'm, uh, I'm literally, like, I'm just kidding. Saying it about that. Okay, okay, fine. Our podcast is PG-13. That was yeah. PG-14. Oh. Um, so, just, you know, viewer discretion advised. Nothing horrible, but just, you know, for anyone trying to figure out whether or not they want audiences yeah. to listen to Our it. podcast is rated E for everyone. Sometimes E10 and up. Um, That's actually a great description for this podcast is E10 and up. E10 yeah. and up. We should name it that. <laughs> okay, okay. Anyway. Can I please fix my problem? Yes, yes. <laughs> you are right. naked in a bathtub. So, I, like... And like a ninja, close the door. Uh, I mean, why don't you roll for that? So why don't you make a stealth check for don't me? Don't make me. Let them die. Speak for themselves. Let them speak. Let them speak. Oh no, you have to get your back. Well, I can't. I actually cannot find it. It's right there. Right next to you on the wheelchair. <laughs> oh my gosh! It is on the fruit snacks box. By the way, that's my favorite snack. Anyways. Aren't you guys enjoying our little interruptions? Oh. That's a two. You're always Craig Dudley. Um, you fall. You get out of the bathtub. You start climbing out of the bathtub, and there's like a, and you like you slip off the edge, and you just you guys hear from the next room over. You just hear. I immediately I run over there. Awesome. Pause. You burst into the room. There is face down the back naked half of of Craig in all of his. Very untanned, sh- pale, shining glory face down on the bathroom floor. I, Wet blonde hair sobbing forward. I 
it, well, it feels like an eternity. I take a moment just to, <laughs> with my mouth open and I just kind of slowly close the door. Uh, you take a point of psychic damage. I'm just kidding. Okay. Oh but yeah. my gosh. Uh, Craig, you don't, you just hear. Craig is crying. And you hear silence and then you hear. <laughs> and all the light in the room goes out <laughs> as the door is closed. Craig, Craig is crying right now. So you are naked, covered in water, face down in the bathroom, crying. <laughs> Welcome to the Barely D&D podcast, everyone. Darkness. <laughs> DM, please help me. So they're gonna be soaking wet. I want you to roll, I don't know, an intelligence check to wash the clothes correctly in darkness. Is there a way that I can get light? Yeah, what do you do? There's plenty of ways. I don't know, like, what is. Okay, so there's not a light switch, obviously. No, you are correct. So, what sources of light can I. Well, there was light coming in through the the door. You hear from the uh, what are you, uh, what's going on? And you don't have any, what's wrong I with your clothes? I need to wash my clothes. They smell really bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's possible. I, um, I need clothing. Okay, I'm going to go buy you some clothing real quick. No! <laughs> what's your, what's your shirt no. size? Is I it don't... extra large? <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. There's your inspiration. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just definitely taught Hannah the wrong lesson. <laughs> boss, boss. Yeah. If you go buy clothes, that means I'm gonna be stuck naked in the bathroom for thirty more minutes. No, it's not. I'll make it very fast. No, There's you so won't. many buildings. I just have to find the right one first. No, you won't. Give me, <laughs> give me. <There's> only buildings. <laughs> I'll just I'll just start going into the building. You're in a city of like seven hundred and fifty thousand. You're like there's Boss. just buildings. Boss, yeah. Give me. Do you have any extra clothing? Oh man. What, um. what about Greta? <laughs> Does she have a dress? I could I could take off one of my layers and give it to you, but it'd probably be a little tight. I'm gonna go figure this out. Okay, I'll I'll be right back, Craig. Craig, so, light a candle, Craig. So Craig, I go out Craig, the door of the room and a I... A candle, Craig. I head towards... You are in pitch black. There is no candle. Do you leave? Yeah, I leave. I start heading towards the bar. Okay, Boz, you walk out of the room and down the stairs. We'll come back to you momentarily, I promise. Okay. You're in a dark room. Okay. Craig, wait, is wait, is Greta awake? Do we know? Yeah, you can hear her talking Craig's to awake? Okay. Okay. Also, Craig, all the loud noises are awful. Yeah. Craig um, calls out, Don't come over here! And then I'm, he like barely opens the door. Isn't it dark where you are? I you, would you love open the door some a little bit. Some right light. <laughs> some light floods into the room. He's desperately looking for a candle. Okay. Or some light. Now that the room, Greg. now that there's light in the room, you can look around. Not a candle, but they're like not one laying around. But there's a sconce on the wall. Okay. Craig, do you need help? No, stay over there. Okay. And then what? What is that? What is that? A sconce. <laughs> There's a, a fixture <laughs> holding a candle that could burn. Oh, okay, okay. Um, are there any ways I could K- light Craig, that? Do you need well, flame? No. Your gear with your lighting implements is in the main room. Huh. Sounds uh, like you need flame, Craig. Uh, okay. Greta, can you yes, go Craig. through my bag? And Craig, why don't I just bring you a candle that is no. burning out here? No. I could just hand it to you. Well, <clears throat> there's just daylight coming in through the, oh, okay. the back of the room. Oh, okay. I thought there were candles. 
there are, but they're not lit. Okay. Sorry, I just didn't describe them for you. Craig gives up, close, no, he closes the door, gives up, and just cries on the floor and waits for Boss to come back with new clothes. Right, <clears throat> you can hear the sound of a middle-aged man softly weeping in the bathroom. I'm like, I'm, I want to help. <laughs> this campaign is amazing. And I want to be helpful. But I'm so not feeling good. Your and head Craig, is pounding. yeah, Craig is not cooperating. He is being so dramatic right now. So I'm just gonna like. Craig, <laughs> Craig, there are so many solutions to your problem right now. Therapy, the campaign. <laughs> I'm not dramatic. I'm not trying to devalidate your emotions, but like but you are. Smash cut to boss. <laughs> you, you're down the stairs and you're at the bar. Uh, uh, where's, uh, uh, help? Okay, someone there? Uh, you take one at the bar, and, um, a barkeep comes up, another person, there's a lot of barkeeps here, but there's always, now you get downstairs, there are more people. Um, the tavern probably had in total, like, 70 people in it, or maybe, like, 80 last time you were here. This place is now pushing 90. Oh, wow. Um, the words, um, uh, occupancy, what's the, what's the word for how much people? Like, maximum occupancy. Maximum occupancy, uh, does not apply to this building. They are, this is already starting to fill up, you get the feeling there's gonna be more people later. <clears throat> but there's um, an older man who comes to the edge of the bar. He has um, dark brown, like cinnamon skin, um, this large noble nose, this like very curled ringy hair that comes up into this like this beautiful afro. And um, but he, but like with shocks of gray all through it. And he's got these these big thick glasses on and this really nice worn layered cloak that comes into many layers. That's he just cool. leans up on the bar and he goes, <clears throat> excuse me. He says, um, he coughs <laughs> and then he says, uh, how can I help you? Uh, where's the nearest like general store? I'm sorry. The nearest the nearest general store? Uh, uh, some general stores are the idea. Uh, the city is too big. Shops are too specific. What are you looking for? Uh, new clothes and something to. Uh, there's someone who drinks too much. Uh, yes. Uh, well, there are baths that you can wash the clothes in. in the okay. Um, mm. But if you are looking for a clothing store. You'd have to go down to the market district. It's probably uh, uh, down the central, one of the central roads nearby, uh, probably a mile south of here. Ooh, okay. 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 Um, okay, thank you. Thank you very much. He nods you away. I walk away from the bar back towards the stairs. So a mile walk, this is going to be a long trek alone. Uh, this is uh, this is what we're doing right now. Okay. <laughs> um, how about we? I go back into the room. Okay, you march your way back up the stairs, down the hallway, turn the corner, and there's your room. And I say, Craig, can you please, can you please wash your clothes? He's still crying. <laughs> yes. Craig, I need you to pull yourself together. <laughs> you cry like a theremin. <laughs> This is the moment you realize Craig has a really great voice. Oh, wow. Your <laughs> voice is beautiful, Craig, but I need you to wash your clothes. <laughs> um, uh, I don't have a source of light. Boz, what if we left? We went to a quiet place okay. and opened the door for Craig to do his thing. All right. Me and Greta are going to leave so that you can solve this. Thank you. Okay. Greg, Greta, I, he, they told me where a market was. We can go there if you'd like. I could sit in the hallway for a while. Oh, okay. 
Okay, I'm gonna go to the market. I'm gonna go to the market. I'm actually gonna. F- <coughs> I'm actually gonna follow you to the market. Okay, I can carry Get you. Out. Yeah. Okay, so I pick up. Can Greta. I jump in the potato sack? No, it's very. I'll just carry you. I'm okay. leaving the potato sack here. Okay. Um. Okay, so I pick Greta up. And. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um. And you guys like sort of walk out in the hallway. Craig, you can hear the sound of them leaving the room. Do you guys like leave, leave uh, before Craig comes? You're waiting on him, or what do you? No, doing? no, we leave and close the door and say bye, Craig. Good luck with fixing your problems. <laughs> and you guys, do you guys leave? Yeah, we're okay. I'm heading towards right. the market. They're there talking. What about. all do you take with you? I take um, the spyglass. I take the sea stone. Oh, you can just uh, like what are you leaving? Let me ask you that. Oh, I'm gonna leave the dagger, <coughs> and I'm going to leave all the food that we have. Okay. Um, are you taking the orb with you? Ah, uh, no, I'm gonna leave that there. Okay, you guys, because you guys have a key that locks the room. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna lock the room behind us and I'll leave the orb, the dagger. So you just take them like you're walking around, so. Yeah, gotcha. Same. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you guys leave. Um, I'm crap. rushing to clean my things. Okay. I I want to get this done. Open fast. the door. Light floods in. Turn your clothes. Ah, oh, she's tiny. Vomit's just on the front chest plate of the armor. Oh, you can get that yeah. off easy. All right, so I start washing it. Splash a little water out. Comes right off. You're good. Does it smell bad? No. Tide armor. Comes off pretty easy. <laughs> I might have been a little bit dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? I put the clothes on and I and I rush to go see... Um... Guess the door. <laughs> you can unlock it right from the inside. You <laughs> open it. Okay. So we should, and I run after. Um, yeah, we're not that far. But we should lock it. Uh, Craig like, runs down the hallway. He catches up. Craig, did you lock hey, the door? Hey, hey, no. Okay, hey, I go hey. back to lock the door. You walk back. You lock the door, and you guys are walking back yeah. down the hallway now. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> did Craig just have a stroke? What was that? <laughs> yes, you are, Craig. You're really, you're really great. Um, sometimes he's Craig. Sometimes he's Krug. It's just it comes <laughs> and it goes. Craig, Who are you going to be noticed. today, Craig? Are you going to be Krug? Yeah, don't do choice. Don't do Krugs, kids. Don't do um, don't don't Krugs. Craig, I've never noticed, but you have a really cool pattern on like the front of your high <laughs> And there is, in gentle relief, like wa- someone splashed water, uh, like a slight splattering design on the front of your high armor. Is that new? Nice. I Did you really do that like yourself? That. Yeah, that's really good. Craig can't make eye contact with Greta right now. I'm like... I'm Craig, like, I'm like trying is, to twist my head to like look at your eyes. His eyes are burning right now. He's like, he wants to attack you and hurt you for what you have done to his armor. Okay. And he walks to catch up with Boss. So anyway, you guys walk down the hallway, <laughs> down the stairs, through the the tavern, which is filling, filling, filling. You guys weave your way through the crowd, and you sort of have to like by the end, you have to like push your way past people, but you spill back out into the open street. Um, now there's daylight everywhere. Oh my goodness, Greta, was the sun always this bright? Oh, wow. Okay, you have to squint. Your head hurts. Okay, okay, you're out here. Mm-hmm. You're sort of helped by the incredible wonder and beauty of this place, but... Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Okay, but you guys are out on the street. I start heading in the direction that they said the market okay. was. So the, there, there are main roads that lace all the... Like, southern, uh, through many of these sections of buildings, so you can turn a corner and find it easily. Okay. You guys round the street into one of the main thoroughfares. You start walking through the city. Um... It's so beautiful. Um, 
I mean, you guys are walking past all sorts of different buildings. Some look run down. Some are newly being built. Some are laying on top of each other's. There's, you guys pass by multiple residential buildings. There's some that have like gothic, arching, multi-layered designs that sprawl up the sides. Some have round, excuse me, rounded, um, like sort of like domed structure to them. There are buildings made out of different kinds of stone. Some made out of wood, some made out of mixes. There are things that have like like log cabin-like designs. There's others that have these palisading, branching architectures. And there, there are all different languages. You guys are recognizing buildings whose titles are in Dwarven, some in Sinian. Um, uh, Craig, you notice a couple that have names that are in common, but with uh, Biastin phoneticism to them. Hmm. So though Biastin doesn't have a formal language, um, uh, there, there's like phonetically Biastin names. I mean, you guys are recognizing, it's this wild smattering of buildings. Um, eventually you move by this one building with these really, uh, it's, it's huge. Um, it's probably like a hundred feet wide. Uh, it has three stories to it and it ends the top of the, and uh, so the, the whole building is this really light pale stone. It's in these beautiful, like repeating geometries and it's curvature or carving, carpature. That's not a word. Um, and, uh, but the edges are all traced with lines of genuine silver and, um, uh, at the top, it just says in huge letters, it says House Alexander in huge letters in the front. And there's soldiers in very fine armor passing in and out of the front. Um, and there's many different races, um, and they all have like weapons at their side, and they're moving in and out. A couple nod to you as they walk by. Um, so, it appears to be some sort of a barracks. So, House Alexander sounds like a very human name. Is, do we know like any kind of like what that organization could be affiliated with? Make a history check. And it's going to be a really high DC because you're not from here. Fair enough. <laughs> you're like, you're not going to get this, but we'll anyway. Uh, I mean, I'm so happy for you. Um, <laughs> as you were in Euphoria of Dancing in the Tavern, you heard, overheard, <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know how to justify these stupid roles you get. Um, <laughs> there's, uh, you, heard, you overheard someone talking about local... Politics and the only piece you overheard was someone talking about House Alexander, um, which are uh, um, you don't know why the name sounds so un-Uncinian, um, but uh, they are in, they are one of the lesser nobility in Unsin, one of the houses of lesser nobility, and they are um, their noble houses in charge of the branch of government, which handles um, security and military for the for the nation, um, the nation of Resplendisson. This port city is a whole country. On its own, mm. um, wow. or like 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 the na- it's like a nation city state, um, and they have their own private military who are helmed by House Alexander. Um, and you guys keep trailing through the city, uh, and man, the further you guys are getting in, the crazier it gets. You're starting to see a lot of races. You guys are meeting races you have never seen. Um, some of you are familiar with half orcs, but they're just full blood orcs walking around. Um, there are, um, there are elves, half elves, uh, dwarves, humans, gnomes. Um, at some point, uh, a couple people walk by who are, um, uh, there's, there's this, this pair of people walking and they are entirely scaled with light green skin, these huge, uh, webbed frills coming off the top of their reptilian heads. And they are, they are people who look like lizards. Mm. Um, and a couple of lizard folk people walk by. Um, and, uh, eventually you guys hear like this... And coming down the street with this huge bag on, on its back is this 
um, this very, like, huge, like, this, like, eight-foot-tall, muscular, hairy, horned creature with this huge bovine face, and there's a minotaur walking down the street with a bag over its back and its leather armor walking by. Just sort of, as it goes by, just grunts and nods to you all and keeps walking. Eventually, there are these big grooves in the street, and you hear, after a while, this, like, and coming rolling down the street is this huge cart. Um, it's probably about, like, 10 feet wide and about like 14 feet long and it raises like a full three feet off the ground before its wood starts these huge wooden wheels on these metal spokes and um there are these two huge creatures like rhinos but coming into one singular horn and they're made and they're but they're covered in hair and they're making this like sound as they walk they're just pulling the cart and the cart is filled with people um of all different like uh, looking social classes and physical identities and racial makeups and different people are chatting and leaning and they're just writing and um, there's a system of public transport here mm. and it makes a stop at a corner's edge and different individuals get off and different individuals get on and um, after a while uh, eventually like this little group of people come skittering by and it's these little like red-skinned uh, draconian looking creatures and they're just like nom, 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 as they're walking by and you guys meet kobolds for the first time that go wow. rushing by in this little group and I mean, you're seeing races you've never heard of. At one point, this man walks by with long green hair, webbed fingers, very noble features, dark blue skin, and webbed, he's shoeless, and he's just got armor on. And uh, you don't even know what he was. And just uh, diversity, diversity. After a while, um, someone goes flying overhead. Someone goes by you. And there's some sort of a person covered in feathers with like a bird-like head and wings off of their back. Is it Eric it's an Eric Cochran. Yeah. Um, I don't know that Craig knows that, but it is an Eric Cochran. We play D&D. Um, you play D&D. <laughs> and an Eric Cochran goes flying by with a par parchment to their side, just zooming over. And there's there's just people everywhere. And you guys walk and walk. And it's madness. And eventually, you start, there's a big sign at the top that says something in Uncinium. And you don't know. But wow. you start breaking into these 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 long, these smaller streets that branch off to the sides. And there are now, some of the buildings, some of them are crammed right on top of each other. Some of the spaces for alleys. Um, but uh, there are many people selling things, many different uh, businesses advertised, and you get the feeling that you've made your way to the market district. Okay. Okay. Great. Um, I'm looking around because now I don't really need... We don't really need to buy Craig any new clothes. No. Um, and uh, I think Greta's doing all right. I just want to go see what type of interesting things there are, like, like useful fruit. things. You need fruit? Mm -hmm. We'll get you some fruit. What okay. do you want? Just one. Uh, oh, one fruit? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. And fruits. All right. All right. So I, I'm just walking down the stalls, you know, as you're like kind of like browsing through a mall. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, so you you guys come into a really large plaza square, and it branches into a number of other streets, which branch into other streets. I mean, the city's vast, um, and there's different signs, and uh, each of them is an insignia, but there's also subtext below in common, and one of them reads. Um, uh, sort of like, like a like a personals. So you get the feeling that that's probably got like clothing and foods. Um, another reaches another sign reads um, <clears throat> uh, like sort of like armaments. Another one reads um, uh, homesteads. Another one reads um, uh, another one simply reads the gold district. Oh. Um, and then another one reads. Um, uh, like administration, and then there's a sign hanging from that one that says uh, "another half mile to Magic Lane." <gasps> magic Lane? It says Magic Lane. 
Okay, so I'm going to... I, 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 I clock magic lane, but I also want to see if I see any shields. I'm looking for a shield for sale. So it's less that there's like a lot of open booths with items um, hanging up front and more that like like storefronts next to each other as far as the eye can see. Okay, Whole guys. Buildings. Do y'all see that? It says to magic lane right there. Yeah. Okay, so I want to go there, but I also want to go to the armament store real quick because I need a better shield. Uh, this one is kind of gotten, it smells like salt from the sea and um, it's great. I love it. Um, I'm gonna keep it because it's made from the wood of my people, but I don't want to. I don't. I don't have a lot of confidence that it can defend me anymore. I'll defend you, Craig. I I will be your shield. I I believe it. Um, but I don't <laughs> think I can hold you in my um, hand. Oh, um, I mean, I'm pretty small. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, let's go to the armament store. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. You guys follow? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you guys weave your Is way Paul around still this. Carrying me? Yeah, if you want. So to. you have to follow, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you don't really follow. You're just sort of like carrying. I feel like Boz. How are you riding, like... Greta? Are you on the shoulders? Are you on the? Oh, you can be on like, my shoulders. If yeah, you like, want. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you. It's got very much a father daughter vibe, except that like mm -hmm. someone looks at you and is like, oh wait, no, they're not related. <laughs> um, uh, but you guys, you guys make your way around in the center of the square. There's this huge statue of a fish breaching out of the water, what made completely out of steel. It's this lakafa. Uh, no, it is a that's like a humanoid creature that has fish traits. It's an actual fish. Um, <laughs> I'm just trying to get it's got this fish. long, this long, broad head that comes to a flat point, and this arm, this huge armored plate of scale on the front, and then these many scales that come down with this long, sharpened feature. Make a nature check. Yay! Is this the fish that I just ate? Uh, Twelve. That's a fish. <laughs> um, but you guys make your way it's an and... insanely high DC for knowing a fish <laughs> it is um, well be honest with yourself how many fish do you know <laughs> I'm just saying yeah okay. and there's a lot of fish in the world okay yeah, yeah. that's um, I mean yeah <laughs> um, but uh, the, the, and, the, and the fountain is spewing water out of the mouth of the fish and it runs down the scales um, but you guys work your way around the statue and start moving your way down and so the, what you guys find is a street um, which probably has about a hundred shops, uh, like 50 on each side that break into more blocks of just different things relating to armaments. So, um, you're looking for someone that's, someone that sells like armory specifically? Yeah, like Make an investigation check. Okay. It's actually not that bad. That's a 14. Okay. Um, you guys make it a, a like, a, like a couple blocks and then you, and so you're seeing stores that sell armor, but like. They've got imposing names. Some of the armor looks way too nice. It's kind of confusing. And eventually you turn the corner and you see this um, this cobblestone shop with very unassuming appearance. And it has no windows. Um, but there's just a sign like, mm, mm, above the door hanging. And it says, Pauldron of Sigor. Mm. And it looks very unassuming. And uh, willing to bet it's fairly reasonable. I'm going to lean down and whisper in Foz's ear way too close. We need a map. Oh, you're right. We do need a map. <clears throat> well... Let's go in. Okay. So you guys turn a corner and you you go to open the door and then it's really heavy. So you have to like put your shoulder in it like and it opens up. And what it opens into is um, the inside is very different from the outside. The outside is like barely a building in architecture and cobblestone. You get in the inside, dark stained mahogany wood, fine metal fixtures, waiting chairs, and all around the room are um, 
stands and uh, and like armor resting positions and cases where you can look at different armor and, and weapons and all sorts of items. And there's there's armor, shields, weapons all over the place. So I currently have a wooden shield, um, and I'm looking for the next step up. Nothing, nothing sort, nothing, nothing really magical, um, unless you have something that's. Are you talking to someone? Because I have not described the uh, person. <laughs> You're just standing in the space. I'm talking to myself. Okay, I'm just making sure. No, so and I, noise. I'm getting I gotta be careful about that, but um, is there anybody here in the shop that I can see that's like an employee? You don't see anyone currently, however, um, you do see, you see a, uh, a bell by the door. It looks like it could be wrong. Uh, I ring it. Okay, so you ring over and you, ding, 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 and, sorry, yeah, it's okay, it's, it's okay, yeah. Um, uh, and after a moment, there's like a, and after a second, um, a dwarven fellow comes out, entirely bald on the top, actually uh, bald altogether, but with this thick, dark black beard with streaks of, of not white, but like this thick gray going down in these spiraling fissures of, of color down his beard. And he has these very muscular forearms that are cuffed off at this rolled cloth around his, uh, around his sleeves. And he has these very calloused hands with like burn marks on his knuckles. And um, he's wearing like sort of like chain uh, or like half plate armor as he walks out. And he's got a hammer in one hand that is burning red hot at the end. And there's a bucket of water by the counter, and he just suddenly sets the hammer down, and it the steam rises out. And he's got this this thick um, black beard that is very carefully and tightly woven into these different braids, about six hanging down out of his beard. And uh, he walks up and he says, uh, he's got these shock green eyes, these thick black eyebrows. And he walks in and he goes, Welcome to Sigur's Baldur. I am Sigur. What do you need? Hi, Sigor. I'm Boz. Um, it's good to make your acquaintance. It's good to make your acquaintance, too. I'm looking for uh, a select, uh, shields. I need a, sh a, a shield. He claps his big hands together. We have many shields. And um, Craig, you recognize the accent. Uh, that is definitely a Biaston accent. Um, Friend. But uh, he, he starts walking into a wall, and he, he gestures up, and there's probably like 20 shields on the wall. Oh, there's man. some that there's some that are circular, some that are triangular, some that are like square tower shields. Some have points and blades off the front. Some have like fine golden gilding. There's all sorts of array. Do you have any magical ones? You would need to go to a different shop for that. That's Probably fine. a magical lane. Okay, okay. Um, oof. Uh, do you have anything that's like a direct upgrade from this? And I kind of hold up my shield that I have. <laughs> Friend, I do not mean to be rude. Everything in my shop would be enough. <laughs> no, I made this myself, so that's... What sort of quality or price range are you looking for? Um, I don't know how much... We're, we have like a communal amount of money that we have earned together. Um, but I... Uh, he looks around at everyone, he nods at you, Craig. How much are we willing to spend on this? Less than... A hundred gold? Yeah. Less than a hundred gold. What is the price range that you want? Craig. What sort of uh, quality do you want? Um, How much gold is A sturdier wood, something made out of a light metal. Um, metal? Yes. Light? Yes, sir. He sort of looks you up and down for a second, rubs his hands together and says, Right. He turns off for a second, he walks up to a wall, and there's this big, uh, there's actually like this thinner shield that sort of swoops, excuse me, swoops up into two symmetrical points and then comes down into sort of a sharpened point downward. And it's, uh, it's this very light iron uh, color. It's got these deep grooves in the side. And in the center, there's sort of like a relief of like a bird flying upward in this very like sort of like abstract 
design. And he pulls it off and it's right or like shoot off the wall, lowers it down. And as he as he like readjusts it in his hand, you can hear like a slight like just for like 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 of the metal like flexioning dimly in his hands. But it's not like tin like boom boom like bouncing in and out. It's just got like it's moving with a slight bend of metal to it. And as he like taught like lifts it around in his hands, you can see it's very light. Hands it over to you. And as you hold it, it's it's lighter than your wooden shoe. Um, he said, "That is a fine shoe, very fine make." I like this. Um, uh, DM stat wise, what is this shield? Uh, it is just a shield. It's a it plus two. A plus two to AC. Um, yeah. So no other bonuses other than that. You're not going to get a higher without going magical. Oh really? All shields are plus twos to AC. Oh, so there's not really a, a, anything worth. No, but it wouldn't catch fire. Oh. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Okay, so how much is this shield? It is a fine make, good quality, probably 30 gold. 30 gold? Could you, uh, okay. Holy cow, that's a lot. Uh, can I do, uh, what would, is that okay? I mean, is that too much? No, I just, no. Nothing. Would you want to do 27? 27 gold. Yes, sir. Make a persuasion check. <laughs> that is a 19. Ooh. Okay. Wow. That's four. Mm-hmm. What? Nice. 23? Who are you, Greta? He goes, uh, <laughs> sure. All right. Twenty-seven gold. Thank you, and I'll give you this one too if you want. This is my old shield, if you'd like it. Thank you. I appreciate it. And he picks it up and he goes, "This is fine wood. It's different." Looking around at it. Do you care that it remains a shield? Um. I. It doesn't need to remain a shield as long as you honor the wood. Well, I intend on using this wood for something else. Oh, what will you use it for? I don't know, but it is fine wood. Made it, into a different weapon, probably. It is. It comes from a very distant land. Looks like it. I do not recognize the grain at all. But I will treat it with respect, I promise. Boss, That's maybe all he request. could make something and then you could come back for it. Hmm. What could you repurpose this wood for? He sort of like uh, shifts it around in his hands, holds it at different angles. It's got strong make. I could probably put it into the handle of a weapon. Oh, I would love that. What sort of a weapon would you want? And he sets it down on the ground. Um, oh, what type of sim- uh, DM? Uh, simple weapons is what I'm special special with. There's hammer. It's magical. Gotta get you one. Okay, simple melee weapons. Um, but I have a scimitar. How is that possible? Well, you probably couldn't get a scimitar out of wood, <laughs> but it can make you a handle or something. I know, like the handle of something. Yeah. You're right. Um, how about? Oh, a dagger. Did you make the handle? I could do a dagger. Yes. Okay. A dagger and um. Could you make it? I don't know. Just feel what the wood is telling you, because it usually it usually speaks <laughs> to me. Fair enough. Yes, I can do that. Okay. And how much would that be? For a custom piece. Do you have any other specifications or requirements? Um, could, would it be possible to etch a tree into the metal? Sure. Uh, for such a fine item, I would probably say 18 gold. 18? Okay. On top of the 27? We should pay him when we get back, maybe. Uh, 45. 45 gold. 
How long will it take to make this? We could probably have it ready in three days, maybe. Three days? That's uh, okay. Yeah, We're gonna not that bad at all. Yeah. I'm good at what I do. Yeah, yeah I can see. I so can see. So how about we pay you the 27 <laughs> for the shield now? It sounds completely logical. And then the rest for the dagger when we get back. He holds out a hand. Okay, so I... You thumb out 27 gold. I know how to count now. I know that each gold... I know. <laughs> I can count... Yeah, you're gaining... You're starting to understand money. You count yes. out 27 gold and put it in the small satchel. And uh, he takes it and ties it up and puts it at his side. Now, for you fine sir and lady, would you like any items? Do you think I would make a good shield? Do you have a map? Do you think... I'm sorry? Would I make a good shield? You know, like... Would you make a good Personal shield? shield. No, you are a person. Yeah. Okay. Would you like anything, madam? Do you have any okay dm question mm -hmm. all like weapons are going to be all the same right yes unless they're magical okay cool i have a mace and a dagger what else could i get uh so it depends on what you're proficient with. so that should be on your sheet down in proficiencies can i see the player's handbook on dark this is all one big advertisement for wizards of the coast right now <laughs> oh i'm proficient with simple weapons just like that over there. Hey yo, simple. Hey. That's the simple way game. Bum, 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 bum. Wow. I'm loving I it. When people hand me books. That's not the turn. <laughs> I just felt like singing it. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. I'm loving it. Be fresh. Oh, huh. okay. Can we talk about the fact that you called Landon Londart? Uh, it's my preferred uniform. I, I, when was the last time I called you Landon? I basically just call you Landon. I, I don't remember the last time you called me Landon. Yeah. I think it was in the session, but that's okay. What? Oh, you're right. You did call me Landon in session. <laughs> Most you're time. You're going to call me out like oh. this, Greg. I'll come for you. I'm sorry. I'll come for you. Okay. Welcome to our ASMR No! <laughs> no, no, we're not doing that. This is barely D&D. &D. <laughs> I think it's officially the barely D&D. &D. Yeah, I, I, I think, think so. so. All right, so uh, what are you asking for, Greg? I don't fully understand what this list is telling me, but you're looking for simple weapons, so they're categorized. Yeah, yeah. Into, yeah. But I just don't know what all these things mean. But I'm gonna take a hand axe, please. Yes, I can do a hand axe. Um, he like walks you over a different pace, and he walks yeah. you over to a case, a glass case, and it's filled with hand axes. Um, they're different sizes, different weights, different. Uh, and uh, he shows you some very large ones, some that are made out of completely metal. Um, and there's one that catches you eye. He shows you a pair, um, that are, uh, the heads are, are like these very, like these perfectly, um, uh, what is this shape? A tri trapezoidal. Okay. Um, they're these perfectly trapezoidal blades that come down into a metal and the blades are all metal, this very thin, sharp metal. Um, and then they come down in these handles, which are perfect cylinders and the middles are completely hollowed. Cool. Um, and so they look like they'd be very light. Nice. He says, uh, these are throwing handbexes. They would yeah. probably work well for someone with your stature. And so these two are just come as one? Uh, yes, they would come in a set. Okay. How much is that? Uh, they're a very fine make. Uh, together, I'd probably require 35. I feel bad using more money than my friend used. This is your decision. Can I take one? I would hate to break up the set. Okay. Uh, let's look at this one. Mm -hmm. And he pulls up another one. Uh, it's much simpler. It's got a wooden handle. But there's, there's nothing in his shop that's not nice. Everything here is made with a certain yeah. passion. Much simpler. It's just got a, a, a broad head that comes into a fine point. There are still, there's everything in here has some design. 
This one has like a hand reaching out on either side. Okay. Um, and uh, it's got this like spiraling wooden handle. And, uh, I like this one. Pulls out of the case. He lets he lets you hold it, weigh it in your hand. It looks a bit bigger. It's very small in his, but, okay. but he keeps picking the smaller options. Okay, what a sweet. Greta, if you'd like to get the other ones, I no, mean, thirty-five I like isn't that. I mean, what is it except little metal pieces? You know, I mean, we can find more metal pieces somewhere. Okay. He's not from around here. No. It's a sweet. Yeah. Which How one? much is this one? The uh, spirally one. Probably fifteen gold. Yeah. All right. Yeah. He hands it to you, and then you thumb out 15 gold. Okay. He puts it in I have satchel. to take it from Boss. <laughs> yeah, Boss walks over. Boss is like mom handing out yeah. cash right now. Yeah. yeah. I have a question for you, if yes. you wouldn't mind answering. You seem like you know a lot of things. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Do you, any, do you know anything about Seliguo? Seliguo? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, what are your thoughts on her? Do you all get along? Evens. <laughs> Zachary's favorite question. I like doing it. It makes things up. I apologize. I'm not familiar with that individual. It's okay. definitely a dwarven name. But yeah. Uh, yeah, we're in work with her, and I was just wondering if I could get any info. Apologize. There's a lot of people in the city. Yeah. Do you know where we can get a map? Uh, yes. Um, actually, I'll tell you what. And he sort of like disappears for a moment. Just and, uh, in air. There's sound of like rummaging around. And then after a little bit, he comes back with a scroll rolled up in his hand, and he says, I keep a few extras on hand because sometimes I do shipments to far locations. And uh, you all have been so pleasant and already made three purchases in my shop. Uh, and he lays out a map. Nice. He says, uh, I will throw this in with whatever is purchased next. Nice. Well, we still have to purchase the dagger. So can we include it with that? Make a persuasion check at advantage. Or never mind. Uh, so that's 21. Nice. He just smiles and says, excellent point, Fred. And he, uh, he hands over a map to you, Greta. <laughs> Is there a way I could buy something? Yeah. Absolutely. What should you okay. be interested in, Fred? I'm interested in a Warhammer. Oh. Absolutely. Ooh. Well, Let's I'll tell you what, I make a lot of things, but you speak to a passion of mine. And he leads you over to a different part of the room, and uh, there's a whole wall oh. with nothing but hammers. There are, um, there are handheld Warhammers that, yeah. like, that are like about this big. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like pick hammers and then there are these huge warhammers and they go all the way up into malls that are like 10, like, like eight feet tall. Um, and there's all sorts of different designs and instruments. He says, about what size of it would you be looking for? And you can tell me where it is in the book. Um, it is a martial melee? melee? Can you show me where it is on the page? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so I know. It's right there. Okay, that's what I thought you were looking for. The D8, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, he says, Midrash, yes. And he walks you over to this uh, to this area, and there's probably about six up there. And he says, uh, what is your price range that you'd be wanting to pay for? I look to my friends, and I'm looking for their responses. Well, what are their what are their costs? And, and, uh, What's the... These um, can get quite expensive, because I make some very fine options. Okay. I need something that gets the job done, but doesn't take a whole lot of money. Get something that reminds you of home. What is home? Oh, I, I live underground. Uh, in a city. What um, city? I got your back. I got your back. No, my back. Okay. You're the best. I was just trying to get you to make it. like, Because y'all are from the same place. Yeah, they're mad. You would know this. You're from there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, you guys don't necessarily have this map, but Craig knows it. Skonico? No. Was... You're from Skonico. Skonico. Yes. Yes. You're Biaston. Yeah. 
your accent is flawless. Um, sorry, that's I, he didn't say that. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm from there. Where he are you claps. From? He claps a hand on your back. Uh, can I see the cheek? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I just gotta refresh myself real quickly. I am from Chalacht. Oh, okay. Yes. I've never been there. The mountain folk. Well, oh. there's quite a bit of distance between us, but. Yeah. For you, my friend. And he claps a big hand on your back. And for he goes, you. <laughs> I'm sure we can fight something. And he walks you over to the wall. And he uh, he peruses for a second. There's beautiful hammers. Mm -hmm. But eventually, after a moment, he pulls this hammer off of the wall. And it's sort of like... <laughs> and as he lays it down, like there's a weight in his hand. He hands it over to you. And as you hold it, it's heavy. Um, the whole... Uh, the whole... Um, shaft of the of the of the handle is nothing but a um, metal, but it's got this carving groove in it, and the groove mm. is trimmed with stone, mm. and it comes down into this red, dark leather handle, and at, at the pommel is this very pointed rock, and the head is a hammer, but it's circular. Um, circular. It's this ring of metal, and it's hollowed in the middle, so it's it's like the, the handle comes up to the top and makes this this circular head of the hammer, but it's like, it's about that wide. Okay. So it still makes this really, this really thick, like bludgeoning surface. Yeah. And all along the edges, there are carvings of a mountain range mm -hmm. um, that remind you of the stonework from your home. He says, this is one of my finest editions. Oh, wow. I have been waiting to sell it to someone very specific, but if you are really Justin, I would love to give it to you. How much is it? It is not cheap, but it is a fine item. I could probably let it go for... Make a general charisma check, Greg, as he sits there and thinks about it. He's already happy with you, but... No! That's okay. You're just not gonna... You're not you, gonna have, you have inspiration, you know. You have inspiration! I have inspiration! You did it! I want it, I want it, I want it. Can I, can I get help? Oh, can is I assist? Any, no. no just inspiration uh, means you This is about how much he's happy with the fact that you're another Justin dwarf. I got 19. What, what do you add to your charisma? It's negative one? No, I got 12. Okay. Well, it's not the highest DC because he's very happy with you. He's a DC of 10. So uh, he sort of rubs his, he rubs his beard and he says, I could probably pass it on for 50 gold. Do it, Craig. 50. Do it, Craig. Do it, Craig. Do it, Craig. 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 Sorry. I already have 50 gold. I'm like, I'm like rummaging through my sack. Trying okay. to find it. Your giant sack of money. <laughs> As Craig looks at this Warhammer, he feels a part of himself just like connect with it. Yeah. And he is just in love with this thing. You know, like kid in a candy store, that kind of situation. <laughs> yeah. Like, they they see it and they just everything and you just found the best bionicle in Walmart. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I I say yes, yes, he yes. Just, just smiles and he says. Right. He holds out a hand to Boz. Boz, you hum out. You th he opens his satchel again. You thumb out 50 more gold, drop it in, he ties it. He lays it down on his side and he hands you the hammer. Uh -huh. um, and you can write on your character sheet uh, that you have your Warhammer. What kind right. of Warhammer is it? Uh, the Austin Warhammer. Oh, okay. And he says, uh, Well, anything else I can do for you lucrative individuals? I assume not. <laughs> Only for today. That's fine. Um, well, if you ever need anything again, come back to see what is Polly. It is. It has been a pleasure. I'll be back for the dagger in three days. It is too. So he makes that All right. All right. Have a wonderful day. I, I start heading out with my okay. new shield, and I'm just like, like lifting it up and down, it's like so light. Wow. You guys pass back out of the shop with your very quality items. Yeah. Um, you're back in the street. 
You, if you're trying to head to the magic alley, you can head back the way. Yeah, I want to head. Way. Do y'all want to do? What do y'all look? Do you want to? I want a fruit. You want a? <laughs> you want a what? I want fruit. <laughs> Get me some fruit. Would there be anything on the way to the magic? Like, there could be. You don't know. I'm not like Ooh. dying, like running around. What about crying a magic about fruit? fruit? Yes. <laughs> Craig, what do you want to do? I also want fruit. Okay. Magic fruit. Craig, just magic, magic fruit. Magic fruit. Magic fruit. Magic fruit. Magic fruit. Huh? And you just keep looking at the hammer. It's beautiful. Does it's it look like the gorgeous. mountain range of Biasta? Arcana. Well, they just have the general shape of Biasta mountains. There's many different ones. It feels like home. Okay. Is his son etched onto it? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Like inside, it's the story of your life. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very sad story. <laughs> hey, the story's not over yet, Craig. He was and then he was. Not out of his house. He was fat. What? And then he had uh, <laughs> elements to be handsome, but he wasn't. <laughs> um, a cool so you guys, joke played by the you guys gods. work your way back down the street, and again, just it's an overwhelming amount of life and culture. There's music. Different people are selling things, especially along the street. You start seeing more interesting characters in this like this militaristic lane. Many of these silver scaled uh, soldiers, you don't know who they are, but they keep walking back and forth down the street. Yep. It's just no. Yep, I'm good. Okay. No thoughts. Um. Uh, there's also a number of other armored individuals who keep passing by. Um, you start seeing a number of individuals who have a familiar mark on pins. Um, some have them on like clasps for capes. Others have them like emblazoned into pauldrons. Some on gauntlets. Some on breastplates. You keep seeing it. It's that hand like this um, that you guys learned has carvings and reliefs and images. You learned had to do with Le Pomme Vert, that that um, that criminal organization. Mm. Um, and you guys on this street alone, you see about. In your time walking, maybe twenty different individuals. And that's the the dude with the the ruby, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. How do you see? Oh, it? You guys are seeing it that. all over. La Palma of it. Um, L apostrophe P A U M E, and then separate word, um, capital O U V E R T E. La Palma of it means the open hand. Okay. Um, or the open palm. Um, and, uh, you see probably like 20 different individuals who just openly have that symbol emblazoned on different parts of them. Um, but you guys make it to the end of the street. Uh, you round the corner where you remember you were headed, Boz. Um, on the way, you know what, just, uh, odds or evens? Uh, evens. That's a natural one. Um, you don't pass any fruit. Um, but you guys round a corner. <laughs> <laughs> why, why can't we all roll for this? Because I'm not even the one that wants fruit. Yeah, why aren't we rolling for this? Okay. Because uh, <laughs> there's a food district where you can find fruit. I'm seeing if you'll wrap randomly pass it. Um, but you guys, you guys just pass by. Um, you round a corner <laughs> into one of those other large lanes. And you guys have been walking for a long time now. You're getting to about probably midday. Um, but you round a corner and you work your way. Is my hangover gone? <laughs> Make a constitution <laughs> check. Does your what? No, hangover. Oh. Fourteen. Okay, your nourish metabolism is high. It's wearing off. You still don't feel spectacular, okay. but it's getting better. But I need some uh, fruit. I need some fruit. Uh, you guys round a corner and you you head on to you make your way down a couple streets. You well, you make your way through the financial district or the administration district, just like a quarter mile of huge, imposing, technical-looking buildings. Many wealthy individuals who sort of look down on you all. Um, and uh, we can. Um, as you guys finally make it a couple more blocks, uh, you make your way to uh, um, this. There's a sign planted in the ground, 
and there's this huge golden script wrapping around and um everyone can read it uh and it says uh magic link um except craig as you see it it is written in runic dwarf as you see it, it is written in scrawled gnomish and as you see it it is written in elven oh and everyone can read it in their own language now that like, you all know that you each other that's guys i got this that says magic lamp that's what it says. Lane. Lane. So <laughs> <laughs> this moment you go, can Greta read? I'm just kidding. Can Greta read? Greta, you can read Elvin? Wait, yeah. Elvin? That's not. No. Yeah. You, that's an Elvin. No, you're, you're joking. That's not. That's I can read not. it. It's, it's the magic lane. Because <laughs> I can't. That's, I can't. The, that's a new name in the adventure. <laughs> it's disgusting. I can't read Dwarven. So how would I know that it says magic lane? How would I know that it says magic lane? Because sure I just lane? said it. Kind of looks like no, because I can't. <laughs> Pretty sure it something's says lame. going on here. Oh my god! And coming zooming by you all is um, a woman in very fine robes on a broom, who just goes <laughs> flying by about it's ten feet off the ground, off the ground, and then they just she just disappears, like just. I want one of those. I'm obsessed with that. And, and she goes flying down the street. Oh um, man! And as you guys look past the sign down the street, <laughs> you're probably looking at about forty buildings. Um, of various descriptions and size. I mean, every single one is very different. Um, I am still working on writing all 40 buildings for this lane, but there are a number that catch your eye because they're the ones I've written. Um, uh, so I'm going to look at the most non I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm going to describe the ones I've written. (laughs) Um, so I'm building them. Uh, but, um, the first thing you see is immediately to your left on your corner, there is this very striking building. Um, it is nothing but dark wood, and all of it looks very old and worn and creaked. And um, it's it's like a corner building, so the buildings keep sprawling this way and down the magic lane and then down another lane. And there's a building on top of it. It's the building underneath another one, like another business, a completely different architecture on top of it. And it's just a wraparound huge L counter. That's all it is, with a pillar on the corner and then another, like like a like a roof lining above that, and then it starts into the next building. And um, the entire, the place, there's probably like about 20 people along the long, either side of the long counter bar. And um, the place is filled with nothing but orcs, gnomes, and then this huge um, uh, uh, half-orc fellow. I mean, gigantic, tall and buff and dark skin. And there, it is the loudest place in the street. People are shouting back and forth prices and hanging on hooks from the inside of the building, which stretches backward and backward to a distance you can't quite see, are just different monster parts. Um, Tentacles and wings and scales and claws and jawbones. And there's different people with different parts of creatures at the counter shouting and other other, uh, workers from inside shouting back. And just sort of like, no, 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 no. And just different noise and clamor coming from the place. Does it seem like an auction? or It it looks like an auction (gasps) bazaar spot. Or like just sort of like a mini bazaar specifically for monster trading parts. and there's no sign. Um, further down the street, like about halfway down the street to your right, there is this four-story um, block-wide building. It takes up a whole block, um, and it works its way on the next corner. Layered structure, it's it got impressive grandeur, and it is laced with gothic finish of cool, fine stone. Ornate stained glass windows of very smooth, subdued colors are wrapped with impossibly fine masonry and angular crested geometries. Every parapet, every railing, and every roof, a feat of architecture and individual craft. Um, and uh, it, it's got like a real Hogwarts vibes, but small. 
Um, and uh, it says, there's this huge sign floating, this metal sign in front of the building that says, Birok's Arcane Academy. Um, further down the street, uh, or no, closer to the street, um, there is a sign in very fine red script on this very nice, like, like dark stained pine wood building of beautiful woodwork that says, Vestibules of Vethnok. And it's got um, a, a, a painting of a chair very finely on the front. Um, uh, at the very end of the street, on your left, you can see a building. Um, it's a quaint corner business, and it's got it's like a picture of a modern appearance. Uh, the entire building is a little bit bigger than 15 by 15. That's it. And it's got red brick walls um, that have like a gentle red hue, and a light gray tin roof is interrupted by small red bricky chimney. Um, and it's got a chestnut door on the front, and it just says Rosie's Potion Parlor. And this little dim hanging sign with these nice little filigrees. Um, then there's another one further down. That's nothing. I'll be briefer. White ball, white marble building. Nothing else. Just says in gold gilding on the top, Le Jolie Clé. Um, there is another one uh, that um, is this this like dark gray wooden building, and there is an illusor, an illusion that is the sign of the building, and it's this huge like ethereal light illusion of a hand with a quill riding back and forth in the air. And every time it draws something different, and below it, in, in luminous text floating in the air, it says the living tapestry. Um, uh, and I think there's only a couple more. Yes, um, another place on the street, you see a parlor, a wooden parlor, no sign, no name, just slats of wood that looks broken and worn. It looks like an abandoned shack. That's it. And there's a dim light peeking out of a window. And uh, squeezed in between, between in between two small buildings is a very like mid sixteen hundreds Eastern European like Gothic home, like a real a real horror movie from the eighties sort of like. vibe. Um, just squeezed in between two buildings, and the thing is three stories tall with only one window, twenty one. feet up. And the whole building is probably about nine feet wide, and that's it. It's, it looks like it's shoved into the alley of two other buildings. And there's a small barrel out front um, with, a, with a skeleton of a monkey curled up with its, its two palms wrapped on top of each other. It's next to the door. And um, a, it looks like a real skeleton from this distance. It's far away. And then there's a small wooden door next to it. No other signs are monkeys. Oh, my gosh. Those are the buildings of the magic one. Could, you, could we get, like, a, a document of the, what we see? Because I feel like we could spend the next 10 sessions looking into every single We will book. absolutely break this into more episodes. Okay. Yeah. I'm so happy to you. Um, so, <laughs> we can either totally wrap up there, or you guys can pick one shot. Um, I desperately want to go into all of them. I know. Um, let's... If you guys want, you could just roll a d10, see what it corresponds to. Yeah. What do you think? My, I, I'm getting a look. It's maybe um, about time to wrap up. It's all good. But what do you guys want to do? Uh, the sooner let's... we end this, the sooner I have to take the SAT. <laughs> oh my gosh, and do you have the SAT much tomorrow? I'm happier here, yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Wait, no, don't. Then you can't stay up late. That's okay, I'm already late. up late. I'm already up late, so. It's y'all's call. I... This is also a very real moment in podcasting. Like, I feel like every D&D group who listens to this is going to go, nope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean. I'm pretty ready. Let's call it then. Um, so, the three of you all stand, stunned the end of the street um, that stretches out before you. And uh, next session, we will explore the magic one. Yay! Um, where everything has prices that are more than what you have. But that's okay. It'll still be fascinating. Not everything. 
Is there a lottery? Is there a lottery building? Because we could go there and just bet all of we our money. We could just bet Boss, how many did you just stop? <laughs> seven yellow pieces. <laughs> seven, <laughs> seven of the shiny ones. Um, this and, one's a little uh, dull. Is that okay? So whoever has listened to this, thank you for bearing with us. That was um, uh, Adventure like 5 of the uh, Barely D&D podcast yeah. with Carl <laughs> And uh, everyone is now level 2.85. Oh. Nice. This is getting way too specific. You're getting very close. So close level. How three. do we like progress? We have to fight right something. Now? Well, so the classic system of D and D is mm-hmm. just sort of like you kill stuff, you get bigger. But I think oh, okay. that's kind of weird. Like the yeah. idea that you can only become a great wizard if you murder a lot of things. That's um, a good point. So the reason we use the landmark system is that I award you guys experience for all sorts of things. Okay. Um, so you guys gain a little bit of experience for just having social interactions, learning new things, and expanding your horizons. That sounds oh. great. I think it's. I think this is really interesting. This is like our third session without combat. Yes. Yeah. Which is really cool because... Did we almost have combat? We've been kind of close a few times. We've been kind of close. But um, I also don't... I try to put a lot of what can be fun. And mm-hmm. also, um, I don't shove combat in. So oh, like, yeah. yeah. If it makes like... sense to have combat, you do. Yeah. Uh, if it doesn't, you don't. Or I mean, if, if you guys ever want more... Yeah. No, that's that's completely fine. I think I went the last hour without rolling a dice, which is crazy. That's like barely D and D right there, literally. I, so I think are we? All... It's also us rolling into a new city. There's a lot of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you? Are we good with? The I name? like barely D and D. I think barely D and D. Barely D and D. Well, it was decided right here. You're listening to it happen. And, <laughs> it's uh, history. Oh when you gosh. decided to listen to this, it said barely D and D on it. But little did you know that you were going to be a part of that. Yeah. And objectively, you weren't. What? I was just saying, whoa. <laughs> okay. Whoa. Well, thank you for listening. Yes. Yes, thank you for joining us. Yeah. Um, we don't have a sign-off, but I think we can all agree, kids, stay in school and don't do crugs. That's right. <laughs> don't do crugs. <laughs>